He is in no mood for our shit today. <laughs> no, not at all. No mood whatsoever. Dill, what's the matter, bro? What happened? It's it's this has got him high key stressed, man. Dude. The hiatus. High key, the hiatus got him stressed. Low key high. He's pressed right now. All right. He's not. Uh, yeah, we're like. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Hello, everyone. It's Dylan from Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything, and welcome to uh, for a while. Uh, our final episode of Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's Up, Episode 5, Pressuring the Press, which is obviously uh, an episode focused on the Journalism Club and Rook challenging Bakaro, mm. a new character that we got introduced to uh, in this episode. But this will be the last time we, uh, we talk 7's for a while. Obviously, we are now in the hiatus stage of this anime. Uh, for those of you that have maybe missed the news somehow, Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's is officially on hiatus. It's suspended production. Most likely, they, there are a few more episodes that are fully finished, mm -hmm. but there's no point to release them if they're not working on future episodes. That's how you fall majorly behind. So, uh, for a while, for the foreseeable future, this will be the last talk in Yu-Gi-Oh!, which is kind of sad, but hopefully yeah. we'll be making it a, uh, a good one. You guys want to go around the horn and uh, quickly uh, introduce yourselves? Kate. Sure. Cal. Pete. Nick T. Um, What's going on, guys? Psyched to have you guys back on, as always. Always uh, happy to be here. I'm, I'm honestly very excited to hear what you guys thought and what everyone thought um, about the episode. Because for me, it was I thought it was the best episode so far. Like, this was my favorite episode. Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. High, high praises. But, um, Cal, you ready for this, man? Yeah. Um. But before I go, Dill, why don't you start us off? All right. I mean, hey, if you if you want me to start it off, I will. Uh, <laughs> listen, I um I just want to quickly start on something that I've I've really been thinking of when it comes to Yu-Gi-Oh Sevens for a while. At this show, and thank you to everyone. Actually, I want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat before I get into it. Huge thank you to uh, Mark Clever, endorsed vampire, Shadow Realm Z, Adachi Cabbage, Rescue Squad Clip, Hexadecimal, Electric Kevin, Shadow Realm Z, Corey McGivney. Axe the Road, Ice Aiden, Charizard Ranger, Shooting Spirit Gun, Hubert, uh, Pink Penguin. Thank you guys so much all for coming by. I really do appreciate it. And uh, yeah, I'm going to go into kind of an opening gist on this show. Uh, the reason that I like this episode so much is to me, this was the funniest episode so far, at least in my opinion. Uh, and outside the first episode, where I thought the first episode, the humor was kind of hit or miss at times. It was a little cringy. Uh, this to me was almost everything that they did comedic comedy wise uh hit for me and yeah. comedy has been a, a trait of every Yu-Gi-Oh but usually as a minor theme uh, especially sure. in shows like 5Ds and Vrains comedy was a more minor theme sure you had it with I and maybe some flirty moments with Ghost Girl but with Yu-Gi-Oh 7s every single character can have a a, com a comedic quip at any single point of the episode. Uh, and I think it's important to note that Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's, the comedy in this show is at the forefront, whereas in the past Yu-Gi-Oh! shows, comedy was more of a minor trait. Uh, and that's to be expected, right? This show is probably targeting a new audience. It's targeting a younger demographic. Uh, but for me, honestly, I've enjoyed the humor. I think the humor has been really, really good so far. And I, I think that's one of the biggest things that I've noticed when comparing Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s to the past six Yu-Gi-Ohs, mm -hmm. uh, that comedy is a major, major theme of this show, whereas sure. it was a minor and much smaller theme of past Yu-Gi-Ohs. Uh, and the comedy has, has worked really well for me, so I've really enjoyed it. Um, I like the episode a lot, and I'm interested to see what other people have to say about that. And I think also people that 
don't really enjoy Sevens. Uh, and if you're looking for a more serious anime or maybe you feel comedy and Yu-Gi-Oh, the combination doesn't work, those people probably aren't going to enjoy Sevens as much. And if you're looking for a yeah. more serious anime, that's completely your preference. I completely understand that. Uh, or you feel maybe it doesn't work with this franchise. But as a soft reboot for the franchise, targeting a newer audience, I feel like it works really, really well. And again, for what the show tries to be, uh, I think mm -hmm. it does a really good job in it. So uh, I'm through five episodes. I'm higher on this show than I probably ever would have thought I would have been. Um, but yeah, I, I thought it was another really solid episode. But I'm excited to hear from you guys in the chat and from you four, of course. Uh, Cal, do you want to start us off? What did you think about this episode? man sure um so i guess i'll i'll start here i like the episode i liked it a lot um i thought that the duel was very entertaining i i did like the fact that they were kind of shooting down like rush duels and like rook kind of stepped in because like that's his personality like he thinks like he deserves to be king like he's going to be this top guy so I really like the fact that like even though Yuga was like yeah like I'll like let's do it and then Rook's like no like it's personal I'm going after this guy mm -hmm. and I also really liked the character himself like the um mm -hmm. uh, what was his name his, his I forgot the name Bakaro right like I I actually really liked his character also I thought he did like a really good job like kind of resembling this evil personality but it also shows that he's a kid like after the factory he's like no like i have to tell the truth i saw the light this was great this was so yeah. much fun and then mm -hmm. like even adding in that extra article with like rook sitting in the chair uh, like with the kid with the crown on and like the, again like a comedic little thing but it also shows like they're still kids like him and uh bakaro and rook are laughing about it they're like haha this was my favorite part of the whole newspaper <laughs> yeah, you know right, right. And I, it just adds, like, that extra little touch that I guess, like, for me, especially in a show like Brains, mm. the little laughing-type moments that you really would get were kind of like the pigeon and the frog. And then yeah. every <laughs> once in a while, I. Right. You know, yeah, like, right. there wasn't, like, a lot of that. And this one you have, you know, you have Simpbot, who does every single girl who comes onto the screen. And the, Simbot, the super dude. Oh girl with glasses God. and... Then he's, that like, was great. Like, you gotta like, you glasses, wear glasses, you know? I, the whole yeah. thing, I just... <laughs> It was a really good episode, and I think the like the comedic aspect of it really brought it brought it up even more. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yes, I'm I'm glad you enjoyed it, uh, Pete. I want to hop over to you, man. What did you think of this episode? This is definitely, I think, the funniest episode so far. I still think I enjoy episode three a little bit more, maybe just because I like the character of Roman, and you know, we'll see how this Baccaro character kind of goes because I didn't, I didn't kind of like his turn back to the light kind of thing at the end. I kind of wish kinda he, quick. Yeah, kind of quick. Yeah, I kind of wish he stayed where he was, but yeah, whatever. I think, yeah, I I think that... for for a one-off character, which I have a feeling he will be, I think it works okay. better than a character yeah. who's going to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it brought a lot out of Rook too, and helped kind of him develop because I think he's he's changed a lot in five episodes. That you know, didn't he just have a duel with Yuga about not making rush duels public, and now right, he's right. the one defending <laughs> trying to yeah. make them public? Yeah. So he, he he's kind of changed a little bit. Yeah, but uh, yeah. but Kaizo, Kaizo is one of the funniest parts in this episode when he does the whole glasses thing, and I like when Roman goes like, what is wrong with this thing? And then Yuga's just like, oh, I guess uh, one too many upgrades. And then like he like grabs it. And, <laughs> and then you have that one shot like towards the end, like after the duel's over and he's like tied, tied up more. Like <laughs> I think that was pretty funny. So yeah. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was good comedic beats. And uh, it was a really entertaining duel. I really enjoyed that. I like Rook. He's still my favorite character. 
And I, I think he's a really entertaining like person that he's good at heart and he can have comedy and all that stuff like we've seen in episode three. But there's always that like smoldering little bit of anger beneath the surface. And I like mm-hmm. when that when that comes out. And it's usually when his back is against the wall kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Nick Tate, your thoughts on the episode? Dude. I, I loved it. Um, I'm with Pete. I think it's probably my second favorite episode just because three really sold it for me. Um, I love Roman. I She's like still probably my favorite character just because mostly because the whole music thing really appeals to me. But this, with that being said, this is definitely by far my second favorite. Um, the comedy like with you hit so hard, like time after time. Um, just like Kaizo being a creep, the whole I, I do want to touch upon the um the rook <laughs> the rook's delusion thing. Um yeah. I love that that re- recurring joke. I think like the fact that it comes back time after time where he's like focuses on being famous, being a king, and like they even twist his words, which I think is hysterical. The the one the one headline where it's like <laughs> said, I'm a king and you're all my servants. <laughs> that was yeah. great. But like that, but that also like I, I thought that worked so well because how often do we see media twist narratives oh, yeah. like that yeah. and oh, take, yeah. take quotes out of context for like clickbait headlines? You see it well, all the time. And that goes to like they kind of like brought, tied it in like pretty well, like with media, like oh, a retraction and correction. It's like no way. It's like that. Those are real like media terms. Like, right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. And then um, like the second they were asking for truth to the article, they were going to write another slanderous article about yeah. how they're being pressured into writing a yeah. certain way. Like, and, like, just... and taking pictures of like Rook while he's like dueling, it's like his fake strong face and like his <laughs> moment of defeat. Like it, it was so good. And, yeah. but like as far as Rook's like actual delusions, like the fact that they keep tying it in over and over, just really like helps sell the show for me. Like I, I look forward to that every episode. Yeah. And um, to Pete's point um, about like him, the newspaper kid turning quickly. And I think it, it's, it is the same thing with Rook where like, Rush duels turned Rook quickly as well. I think it's even though it sort of makes it like condenses it quite a bit because every character is sort of having a change of heart each episode. But I think it sort of goes to show like the the cultural force um, mm-hmm. that Rush duels is. Yeah, you know, because mm-hmm. I think like within like a duel, it's really taking people who felt so strongly about Rush duels, whether it's keeping it a secret or it's too shallow, and really showing them that this is fun. This is something that should spread and become you know, a pheno- like a phenomenon. That's right. a good point. I think one of my favorite lines too is when they, they were asking him like, you know, when Rook was back against the wall and he was down to like 100 life points. And they're like, how do you feel that you're about to lose? How do you yeah. feel about plebeian? In his face with it. Like, that, that was a great line where I was like, yeah. oh my God. Like, yeah, no, was- like if you're a kid watching that, you're going to have no idea what the word oh, was. a plebeian. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, it really... Yeah. It's so that, so well that and when Roman went back at them after like he hit them big, she grabbed the mic and was like, "So how yeah. do you feel?" Yeah, dude, they just turn it around beautifully. I like when when the newspaper is being disseminated throughout everyone, and they're like looking at the servants part, and then Roman like slowly like goes off camera, like she's not with yeah, them. With them. Yeah, she's yeah. not part of this I'm group whatsoever. <laughs> that that was one of my favorite things. It reminds me when we were in Red Bank a few years ago. Go. And yep. Calibro said something uh, inappropriate to this bartender, like really jacked dude. And he got in a fight with the bartender and the police bur- busted into the place and broke up the fight. And one of the officers pulled me to the side and said, 
hey, do you know that guy? Like, witnesses say you were kind of hanging out with him. Officer, I've never seen that kid in my life. And I was able, <laughs> I, you guys know what I'm, you guys remember that. Oh, I, I do. Yeah. No problem. Caliber like spent the night. Caliber yeah. spent the night in the clink. Yeah, unfortunately, you know, we can't have those memories anymore for a while. But um, yeah. yeah, like that that scene I thought was incredible. Roman, yeah. it's. I feel like Roman has, in this short time, kind of grown more comfortable into that whole comedy and uh, joke character well, of a role. I think everyone has. Yeah, because I, mean, I, I never, I never like, pinned Gakuto, Roman and Rook for Gakuto that. Roman, Rook, like everyone's sort of molded around Yuga. Like Yuga is just like such a bright personality. Even though he's not my favorite character, like it really, he is such a bright like ray of light in this show and really it molds the people that he's around. And I think I love that. Yeah, yeah. Now for those asking if that happened, um, I will say this. <laughs> a more realistic example would be Cal leaving our friend group when the popular girls would mm-hmm. walk by down that, the hall. That's I was expecting the first time. That yeah, sounds that's like what I the story That's more no realistic of what happened in high and school. And they'd be like they'd be like, Hold this wait a second. Are you with those guys? Are you friends with those people, <laughs> those nerds? Like, and then he nah, I don't know them. That's <laughs> the homework. That's, I was getting the homework from them. They did my homework the night before. That's nah. the only reason I was that's talking. that's a way more accurate um so i thought that's where you were going with that I, that's where you were I going thought to. you were gonna say yeah that was like you know in high school we'd all be talking about the lockers and then when that cute girl comes by like cal would kind of just slide his way out and be like nah i don't know who these what, guys what realistically are. did happen and you have to admit this cal is when a, a cute girl would walk by in high school you literally would just kind of walk with her and walk away from us that Nick T, come on, that happened all the time. If if she invited me to walk, the jury. Nick, T, the Nick jury T doesn't want to put you on blast. It, it happened all the time, though. Wait, but like to be fair, some of them were my friends that I might be going to my next class with. So right. Well, like... yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's all it's all a matter of perspective, really. Sure. Also, if I remembered, if you, I don't really remember that, so if you remember that, by all means. <laughs> Uh, anyway, anyway, getting a little um, off yeah, we're topic. Getting off track. But yeah, I, I do my want final to, uh, yeah, Nick point um, was not. Oh, yes, we got a lot of humor, but I think this episode definitely solidified Rook being my favorite duelist by far. Not character necessarily, but by far he's my favorite duelist. I love his duel style. I love his passion. Like pizza, like yeah. we see that serious passion come out, like when he's back against the wall, and it's like, it's awesome. It's really empowering. And his dude, his duel, ch- like his summoning chant. The best one. He reminds me a lot of Soul Burner. Like, there's a yes. lot of characteristics there where mm-hmm. obviously he's a little more lighthearted because of you know what Soul Burner yeah. went through in the last show. Yeah. But there's definitely that that anger kind of motif that's definitely in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, I I enjoy him a lot. Yeah, he's definitely the most intense. If he, if he smacks himself in the face at any point, I'm fine. <laughs> that that's the parallel that we're waiting for. Exactly. Um, yeah, I, I think that there's a lot to be said about Rook. I think that early on, he's the most talented duelist so far that we've seen in the power scaling very early mm-hmm. on. I mean, you have to say that he, because he's beaten Yuga. So at the moment, I think if you had to rank the most talented duelists in this universe, Rook has to be at the top of your list oh, yeah. just because he's beaten Yuga. Um, yeah, sure. I, I, I like Rook a lot. Really, there's not a character that I... I dislike so far. Um, I, I think I all of them add their own flair. That could definitely change. I'm sure that will change as the show goes on. It usually does, but we'll see. Kate, what did you think of the episode? Um, sorry. No, no it's fine. <laughs> Bow. I was very intensely reading the chat. Um, I, I really liked it. I, I wouldn't say it was my favorite episode. I still think the Roman episode um, has been my favorite so far. 
Um, Get it. But definitely enjoyed the humor of it. Like it was, I thought it was a really good episode, and I, I enjoyed it. And I'm sad that it's uh, stopping for the time being. I know. Yeah, yeah me too. Um, um, Dill, can I, can I throw in a point here with the whole Rook thing? Yeah, of course, dude. So, when they were talking, in the, I think it was like basically the beginning of the episode... They're like, look, like they're taking, like they're just getting rid of everything. They deleted all the videos, right? They deleted all the comments and everything. And like Rooks is something really weird. Like, wait, are they getting me too? Yeah. Like I... as if like he's like as if they could just delete him. Yeah. Like, I, 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 like, I, 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 like, oh, are they are they are they turning me off too? Like they said, he said they erased all of it from existence. Yeah. So they erased gonna... from existence. He's like, wait, no, I'm here. They didn't yeah, erase. Yeah. Like it was such a dumb thing. I was like, and of course, me thinking of like brains. I'm like, so he's not real, right? Like, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's just he's he's an AI walking around doing. Yeah, that was definitely weird, but like it, it, <laughs> just the way like, he said it was so weird. Yeah, that's incredible. Um, What's well, kids? Yeah. You know, they take things literally sometimes. Yeah, so. it just threw me okay. for a loop. Like, I my head was like, wait, did he just say like they did? Are they gonna erase me? Like, I'm pretty sure that's what he just said. Well, that's that was another aspect that we actually haven't even talked about. And before we get into that, because I I definitely want to hear what you guys have to say about Goha's role so far. <laughs> it's been a very like minor from the shadows role. Um, yes. And they they kind of make more of a move in this episode, but um, I, I want to give a shout out to everyone who donated last talk in Yu-Gi-Oh because I'm very appreciative of it, and we will get to all the donations early on. So thank you guys. Um, so big thank you to Neos Gundam. I usually do this in the beginning. Devante, Nicholas Horton, Goosey Q, Xander Sheriff, Latrell Smith, Electric Kevin, Brian Ford, TNX Rail, Otis Cunningham, Aura Dragon, KP, Alan Wilkinson, Ice Aiden, Alex Thompson, Alex Thompson, Rin Sasore, Alex Vermi, Seriously Orion, Legendary Duels, Light Melody VA, and Crazy Mo. Thank you to everyone who donated the last stream. Uh, and thank you to everyone who just donates it all or just watches. Uh, you guys really do help me out immensely. And we will be getting to donations. I'm excited to hear what you guys thought about this episode. Episode. Uh, before we get into that, though, the, the beginning of this episode um, saw Goha Corporation mm -hmm. taking all the videos offline of Rush Dueling. And right. we see Mr. Goha with two executives standing at both sides of him. And yes. he has the same line that he had in the second ha, episode. Ha, you know, ha, 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 ha. Ha. So he hasn't done anything so nope. far. Uh, except maybe now commanding his team to get rid of and terminate mm -hmm. all Rush Duel videos, which I thought was, it, it speaks amazingly to how YouTube and, and the YouTube system works, uh, how corporations can just mm -hmm. shut down anything they want without yeah. any really reason. So yeah. that was also incredible realism. What do you guys make of, of Goha Corporation and all of this? What do you make of Mr. Goha? I mean, there's barely anything to, to go based off of. Um it's tough i mean i think even though we don't have much i, th I feel like what we do have is results right mm -hmm. like mr goha has said a total of one line twice but we do have <laughs> results they've right. taken down all every bit of online presence that russell's <clears throat> has had and i think that sort of goes to show the character that mr goha is at least as far as we know it and that's a character that gets results right that's yeah. true yeah exactly. um, but it's hard to say more, much more than that, at least, you know, from my perspective. I don't know Nick what D, else there is. Do you think he's going to be a, a comedic character, or is he going to be 
a more because like when I look at him and the the rival, um, I'm assuming it's the rival. It's it's Roman's brother, Roa. Right. Yes, um, Roa. We don't know if it, it will be the rival. Roa seems like the more serious, like so far, yes, character between the two. Uh, Mr. I Goha, I feel like he could end up being kind of like a comedic jokester, but I I don't I don't know whether to be like creeped out by him or think that he's really not a threat at all. Well, I think the more I watch, I think. As a character, I think he's going to be sort of comedic, like his personality, but like sort of have a they're like a duality of him, right? Like as he speaks, it's sort of a joke, right? Like he's this goofy, but like has the potential to do a lot of really messed up stuff and like mm-hmm. can make things, bad things happen. I think that's sort of the thing we're going to get. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, when he's talking, it's a total joke. He's just laughing like, mm-hmm. ha we're all laughing with him. But it's like, I think he could very much has the potential to make bad things happen. Right. I I kind of agree. It's almost like he has uh, he has the opportunity to make a serious action. But regardless of the way he does it, he's going to make it sound like it's just all humorous. Right. Even if it's it's, not. It's like a rough comparison. But like if you compare it to like the Joker, how he kind of acts like it's a joke, but it's a dead serious thing that he's doing. But he laughs it off. Mm -hmm. Right. It can be it could be in like that type of sense where it's like. To him, it's it's just this funny thing that he's doing. He doesn't really care about the consequences, even if it's something serious. Yeah, I agree with that. Exactly. Yeah. A, char- there a, is char- our... a character, before you make that point, Nick Tate, a character that I have um, kind of compared him to, or a character that I'd like to see him act like in the Yu-Gi-Oh! realm, is mm-hmm. Pegasus. And people Pegasus, know this yep. watching through the first Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> yes. That, that yes. like kind of like like jokester character but very creepy and unnerving and mm-hmm. obviously very strong at the same time i'd love to see yeah. them kind of go down that hey. route with them. <laughs> hey yuga boy right right like kind of just yuga like you know, drinking his wine and watching everything but like very creepy at the same time i'd love to see like a, a pegasus-esque character nick t before you make your point i want to hear from pete because obviously pete you're the big villain guy uh, i know villains and rivals how well they're written make a lot of shows for you they they make or break so what are your thoughts on mr goha in the very very early stages uh, i mean this <laughs> yeah he's beside his Kawhi leonard laugh there's really there's really nothing to kind of uh take from him from a personal level i think this episode more set up goha and in a very minor sense because we don't have a lot yet but you finally have an interaction where they've been mentioned, but now you've crossed paths between our hero's story and Goha because this is the first time they've been directly affected by the corporation. And therefore, you would assume that the corporation kind of knows who created the game now and knows who they are. And that they're also, as our heroes in Yuga, they're aware of Goha Corporation kind of gunning for them. So I think that was kind of a important point maybe the most important point so far through the first five episodes to kind of set up future story as far as mr goha i mean i feel like he's a character that even though he hasn't said an actual line he's someone that could be laughing because everything is kind of funny to him because he's someone in control right so if you're Mm -hmm. in control you're going to be more lackadaisical more kind of laid back because every everything you have, there, there's nothing w- that's not in reach of your power, right? right? And as soon as that might be disrupted, that's where you could see this character turn more serious when he is threatened. We've seen that even, if you want to compare again to the last show, Lightning was very like that, right? Where he was always riffing and, and, and doing comebacks. And then as soon as you see starting in the Spectre duel where 
he has a threat to him maybe being erased from existence. Now mm -hmm. that's where he starts becoming unhinged and he is not the same comedic kind of, you know, character. Obviously, Lightning and Mr. Goha, not laughing aside, but right. you could still see the comparisons there. So I feel like that's kind of the direction they're going with, with yeah. that character. What, mm -hmm. what, I, what I'm also seeing a very early parallel, uh, Yuga was very excited that Goha Corporation was paying attention to them. And Yuga was right. like seeing it, again, because when you're younger, you're kind of ignorant. You don't have like, if when I get a copyright strike, I feel like kind of nervous, a little angry, but I don't feel like, oh yeah, you know, they're noticing me. Like I don't, I, yeah. I don't feel like that at all. I'm like, oh yeah. God, here we go. I'm going to lose all my hard work. But when you're younger, you don't really think like that, right? You just think, again, nothing, you mm -hmm. kind of have that invincibility mindset. So it makes sense for Yuga's age to feel almost proud that Goha Corporation is striking down these videos and noticing uh, the game of Rush Duels. On right. the other end, and this is the, the parallel that I that might be forming here, Yuga's excited by it. Mr. Goha also might be excited by it because he's someone who has all this power. No one ever challenges him. Nothing ever goes wrong as far as we know. And all yes. of a sudden, now this new form of dueling is coming out everywhere. And because mm -hmm. of that, you have the parallel of Mr. Goha being excited by this new challenge and maybe this new threat even, and Yuga being excited by this threat um, right. and this challenge. So that's, I think that's actually a good point. Yeah, I think it yeah. could make for a really, really good clashing of, of characters. Um, and if yeah, if Mr. Goha is more of an aloof character, but maybe his elite squad force right below him are all serious, uh, I think that dynamic could actually work pretty well, sure. especially if the sure. rival ends up being a, a serious character as well. Yeah, that, that's actually a really good point, Dale, just because I think about a show that like is near and dear to me and Nick T's heart and Dragon Ball, right? Yeah, we we see that with, with Cell in the Cell Saga, yeah, right? Yeah. He's bored with everyone, every fighter there because they're not even comparable to him until right. Goku shows up. And yes. that actually, that's the only thing in his existence that he's interested in someone being on his level. Right. Otherwise, life is just boring before that. So exactly. th that could be where that character's going. And I think you could also make a very similar parallel with like Majin Buu, who's like a big pink fluff ball. And yeah. it's kind of a joke, but he's like a bad dude and like really yeah. making a lot of terrible <laughs> things happen in the show. But he's, he really la he's, he's just laughing about how he's hungry the entire, yeah. like until he becomes the next stage. But yeah. like while he's Majin Buu, it's like a joke, but yeah. he's terrible. So like it's sort of a similar thing. And yeah. that that could that could lead to one of the uh, the creepiest kind of rival dynamics, where you have a character that kind of laughs things off and, and mm -hmm. doesn't see things that seriously, and yet they're committing all these horrible acts. Uh, again, right. I don't I don't think the the horrible acts are going to be that significant in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. I don't think they're going to go down that dark of a path. I don't really think they no. need to. I think this is going to be no. it's more of a slice of, slice of life style and feel to it. Um, but it's still going to have some some more serious moments, I yeah. think. And I'm, I'm interested to see the role Goha is going to play and the characters that are going to be within the Goha Corporation, if they're all going to be one-off characters mm -hmm. that aren't important or if there's going to be some higher-ups that are going to have a big role. Uh, the ties between the Kirishima family and Goha Corporation. Uh, right. I'm really excited to see how it all kind of merges together. I agree. I definitely agree. I mean, yeah. the, uh, it's obviously too soon to tell because it's only episode five, but like, I'm really interested to see like where how Roman's brother plays in this, like why he's getting those pictures. Yeah. Um, why he's in what like hold up in a building at least from our um, opening so it's like 
there's there's questions that need to be answered for sure yeah. and mm-hmm. i i feel like everything so far that they've given us in all of the episodes is really like setting it up to be a, a good show and a good storyline and everything agreed yeah, yeah. very much agreed yeah. I like the, pegasus I mean, comparison is good i like that oh, thank that's you, actually you're thank going. you man because like that could be like he pegasus waited the whole time for for yugi because that was all he saw was worth doing it, it was Yugi was a means to an end in terms of what he wanted to accomplish. And right. then on top of that, he knew no one was going to compare to him kind of dueling wise. So that's yeah. what could be what Mr. Goha is kind of waiting for. Absolutely. Um, yeah, I think, you know, through five episodes, I think they've set the groundwork really well. Yes. We'll have mm-hmm. to wait and see what happens, um, especially now because of the, well, although I don't think the quarantine is going to affect the, the uh, delay is going to affect anything because when production resumes, it'll resume. It's not like, you know, they had staff members leave or anything like that. But Right, yeah. Um, the production is fine. It's just the fact that they're giving everyone a break to, to stay safe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, we'll see what happens. I mean, it sucks, but, you know, we'll, we'll all get through the break and, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens. Um, Absolutely. Cal, what are, your, what are your thoughts on everything with, with Goha, man? So, like I said before... I have a feeling. I actually, I kind of do like the uh, the Pegasus comparison. Obviously, oh, my you, knowledge man. of him is a little bit lesser than yours, but from the broad perspective of it being a guy who kind of laughs things off, he has kind of a comedic sense to just the way he talks, but his actions are all very serious. Right. <laughs> like that's kind of what I expect out of him, and. I like I like how there's already some sort of connection between like you know Roman's family and Goha and you have to kind of think maybe there's something even deeper than that. Yeah. And there could be even more connections through you know different people in the school that obviously we haven't met yet. Like you said, that maybe aren't one-off characters that are someone that's kind of going to come in and just be there for a little while until they make this big sort of turn that kind of shifts things one way or the other. I think. I think they'll have a big role and I'm a hundred percent certain that it's not going to be like a disappointment in the way Soltek was when they were never actually a true villain. You right. Know? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Um, so like, I'm, I'm excited. Is anyone that. though interested? Like he's probably going to take his mask off at some point. Right. So to. like, is anyone interested to see what he's going to look like? Well, I, I, I thought for the longest time that there would be a moment where playmakers identity would be revealed to everyone. And that never happened. Uh, you know, there's yeah. a select few people know who he is, but but that's it. Like, um, does Go Onizuka, did he ever realize that Playmaker was Yusaku? Like, I don't think he did. I don't think so. So, like, no. they, were, they were pretty... I mean, he suspected. He suspected. Right. So, like, that's the thing. Like, uh, I mean, I mean that, that, that being said, though, we do know who Playmaker is. Like, even though the other characters... Yeah, the, the other, audience you know, knows. We do. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, that... I mean... Right. Right. You know what I'm I, yeah. do you think it's like, what are they? What do they call that in play? Dramatic when irony. The audience, yeah, when the the no. audience knows things, but the other characters yes. don't. Yeah, dramatic yeah. irony. We'll yeah. we'll we'll get the reveal of his of his mask, and obviously, yeah, I definitely um, think so. yeah. obviously we have uh, the ramen kid episode, which was going to be next Dude, week, which we're wait, which bro. we're missing out on. So I'm, I'm <laughs> pissed about that. Uh, one yeah. last thing that I want to talk about before we get into some donations. Do we have a few? Yeah, we do. Thank you guys so much. We will get of into course. them. I'm really excited for that and very appreciative. Um, I- I'm I gotta be honest. I'm stunned at the reception that this show has gotten over in Japan. I'm posting a- an image right now 
and you guys can see on your screen that these are the episode five ratings uh, from Nico Nico over in Japan. One being the episode was very good. Five being the episode was not good at all. Uh, 89%. And then another wow. 5% saying the episode was very good or good. 95% of people. By the way, these numbers, when Arc 5 was at its end, one was getting like 1.5%. Like they, the, the fan base on Nico Nico completely turned on that Ooh. show. Um, but Nick Tate... Obviously, yeah. you're someone who watches a lot of anime. I'm just going to actually get right I don't know about a lot. I mean, more than I used to, for sure. Do you – are you surprised by the reception over in Japan? 100%. I think yeah. I, I was expecting a lot of people to turn on the show pretty much immediately. Yeah. I think the the general reception is like as soon as – I mean, go fast. You you literally walked off, right? I, well, um, yeah, I, I did. One of the best uh, images. I mean, jump I fast, excuse me, jump fast. I can't um, say I didn't. I literally, I did walk fast. off the. Uh, yeah. Right. Exactly. So, like, I, I expected a lot worse of a reception. I, I expected, a, even though it's, it's the some people do express, you know, feeling sort of excluded from this. Like, it's trying to get new um, fans at the risk of losing old ones. Mm -hmm. I feel like I was surprised by the general reception of people old fans still liking it anyway yeah and that's a poll so. of of i think like thousands and thousands of people who that's not like a poll of like 20 people like that's a sure yeah the sample sample size matters yeah, sample yeah size it's a matters, significant absolutely. number it's not like they pulled 20 people and you know 18 of them said it was good like that's and anyone can go on that site and vote so that um i think besides the first episode which i think only had like 65 70 percent as number one which is still not bad uh yeah i'm i'm surprised that it's it's been so well received over in japan getting am, yeah. getting uh ratings that are comparable to what Vrains was getting early on even a little better uh that 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 surprises me wholeheartedly yeah exactly i think like at least in, in a general sense like of course there's still probably quite a few old fans that are feeling you know whatever they're feeling but i think that the overwhelming majority is still enjoying it um new and old yeah i, I think um what we underestimated is that as you said earlier dill like this is kind of a soft reboot of the franchise yeah and so i think that is ingratiated like forget like the old fans that have kept us like us around but you've brought in and probably an entire new like slew of people that are now yeah. watching the show because yeah. even though all the shows are not technically like really connected some are some aren't you have this idea where if you've been around for 20 years, you're like, wait, hold on. How does this card game work? I mean, I knew I felt like that in brains. We're now like right in the first five episodes. It's a new game. It's way simpler. And we'll explain it to you for like three or four episodes, what you're supposed yeah. to do. And so right. I think that allowed a lot of people to kind of start over and feel like there's not like too much that, oh, do I have to watch this whole backlog of a thousand episodes of shows right. to understand this? Nope. Mm -hmm. You just start right here. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like, Oh, no, Kate, you go. You um, go, absolutely. I, I was going to say that, you know, it, it, I didn't really get into Brains. Well, you watched the first 15 of Brains, yeah. and you dropped and I, it. And I stopped. And then you've, yeah, so you've watched both. That's the only Yu-Gi-Oh! sample you've had. Yes, it was yeah. just those two, and I, I felt more into and more enjoyed um, Sevens more than I did Brains. Wow. Um, well, yeah, well so. you picked the best 15 episodes of Friends. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, no. I see that's yeah. a good point. That, I, I didn't get into it, though, so I couldn't well, get past th That's the other thing episodes. with Yu Gi Oh! Vrains. Uh, through 13 episodes, Yu Gi Oh! Vrains had completed the same amount of duels that Sevens has with a recap episode. Think about that. We had Playmaker right. in the Night. Playmaker and Go, Playmaker and Aoi's Eisen, Playmaker and Revolver, which was a draw, and then Playmaker and uh, Revolver 2, the rematch, Master Duel. That took 
12 or 13 episodes to get through all of that. With the, the, the nice thing about Rush Duels, and maybe this is a con because I know a lot of people don't love the format, is the duels take place and finish so quickly that you can mm -hmm. focus more on the characters while still getting through the dueling action that you need to get through. And that allows right. more story to progress in a, in a quicker way. If you go back and you look at those early Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns episodes, the, the Link summoning animation that took literally like 45 right. seconds to oh summon one God, monster dude. onto the field, oh, they, were, they were so obviously buying for time early on in Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns. Yes. And you could tell that the studio was was struggling with the overwhelming workflow. Uh, and that's why we had four recap episodes in the first 37 episodes of the mm. entire show. Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, it doesn't feel like there's that many wasted moments. Like, it feels like mm -hmm. they're yeah. a very comfortable pacing. Yeah. Yeah. And the studio just seems to be having a better handling of all the workload. You saying that actually was ties perfectly into what I was going to say before. And that's... Um, even though they're like obviously trying to make pe new fans feel comfortable with introducing the game, right, and mm -hmm. sort of laying out some of the rules, I feel like as someone who, um, you know, is at least somewhat familiar with the game, knows how it works, I didn't feel like bored by it. I, I didn't feel like it was a waste of time. It, it, it didn't feel like it was taking up time that could have been used for something else. Like yeah. it really, it was brief enough that I wasn't, it didn't lose me. Yeah, right. Yes. So like, and that's mm -hmm. the, it doesn't feel like they're trying to bide time by teaching us the game. You know, like nope. it's just showing us like, hey, here's some things for new kids to catch on to. Yeah. And then we move on from it and it's great. You know, yeah. like yep. it's just it, it doesn't and, feel. Yeah. Fatty, and like you were saying loaded. how. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like how you were saying that people like they were bringing in a new audience. And also, like, obviously, there's people that are following Yu-Gi-Oh! regardless of what's going on. Right. I feel like there's also people that maybe if they didn't like the last two shows prior to Sevens knowing that the show was going in a completely different direction that could have brought them back thinking mm -hmm. all right i might as well give it a shot you know i liked the earlier the earlier series of the show might as well give it a try and see if i like it because it's supposedly going to be way different than the ones i didn't like yeah, yeah right you know so right. i feel like there's people that probably didn't like brains that are sitting here like wow sevens is phenomenal because mm -hmm. sure. if you want yeah. polar opposite like I in mean, terms yeah. of like this comedic is, relief and yeah slice of life it's completely different yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Well, and i i also was so proud of them sorry though i was just so proud of them that in this episode we they didn't explain anything but the rules it's like hey here your first four episodes boom you're done you understand yeah. right you got it all right here we go and so that was so nice that we weren't going to just drag that on like mm -hmm. we're done the foundation is set we each one of our main four has dueled at least once and that's that let's go yeah, and I think as long as, like, once they introduce something new that, like, hasn't been done yet, then that's when they bring up that, like, 30-second little spiel yeah. of, like, you know, like, the really cartoony-looking characters that go in and are like, this, blah, 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 done, right. all right, yeah. next, you know? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I like yeah. the way they've done that. So I, I just think that's kind of early early comparisons, and, you know, I, I don't know. I, I feel like a lot of people obviously ragged on Konami for the decision to take the anime in this direction. Understandably mm -hmm. so. I mean, when I first saw the announcement, I literally walked off screen. I was so like, right, oh yeah. my god. Um, yeah. But, you know, Konami, they're, they're just such a major company, and they have very smart people that are working for them. And of they course. obviously had more data than we as the average fan did that said, mm -hmm. we want to go into this market, staying in this market, and keeping an older fan happy 
where whereas we're not appealing to a newer fan like Vrains probably didn't appeal to that many newer fans there weren't many people that watched Vrains at least that I talked to where that was their first anime there's already been a slew of people that I've talked to yeah. that Sevens is their first Yu-Gi-Oh so I think that they made ultimately even though it's not the decision that I would have necessarily wanted them to make and still necessarily didn't want them to make I'm not going to lie and say this was the thing that I wanted them to do no doubt about it I think ultimately at the end of the day they they made probably the the smartest business decision absolutely um, and so far it's it's been it's been good I mean I've given it a fair chance with an open mind and I've I've surprisingly enjoyed it I definitely agree and I think while, while we're talking about data I mean you have to figure um people like as far as like the data they have you think about it people who started with dual monsters right started at the beginning 20 years ago, like, even though they may still possibly still be playing the game, odds are they're aging out of the anime. It's just right. what's happening. People, like, if you grew up with it 10 years old, if you're 30 now, just the odds are you're, it's something might not interest you, the, at least the anime now. So it's like, how, we, how do we get new fans to join this so that our numbers just don't decline? It's like, it's like when, you know, the data shows that young people aren't reproducing and, like, our, our population's going down. It's like the same type of thing, you know? So it's like, well, we need a bigger fan base because people are aging out of Yu-Gi-Oh, at least yeah. as the anime. So it's, you know, it's just the cycle. That's exactly it. Because, like, if you started watching GX when you were, like, 11 years old, now right. you're probably close to my age. Like, you're in your late 20s. And the only way to make anime that are, are going to appeal to most people in your late 20s, you're looking mm -hmm. for something that, well, at least a, a large majority of people that are that it's old. nostalgic. Yeah, right. something that's either nostalgic or something that's a little more adult than maybe even your typical shonen. Mm -hmm. And Yu-Gi-Oh! Right. is never going to be that anime. Yu-Gi-Oh! is never going to, you know, have insanely dark plot points and, like, you no. know, like Game of Thrones, Witcher-like scenes. Like, they're, they're just, just blood right. splattering Yeah, exactly, everywhere. like gory <laughs> fight scenes. And you can't really yeah. have the fight scenes that Dragon Ball or One Piece can have because it's no. all dueling. And so, yeah, it's just... It's the circle of life. That's that's essentially what it is. It's literally know? what it is. It, it's yeah. literally the business. I mean, I've learned it. I have a bachelor's in marketing. I've I've learned this for all the years that I was in college. That you know you need to get new getting new people in is more profitable and more important, if not just as important, than keeping your your old fan base. And they yeah. said, listen, we're we're not going to lose that many fans if we make this decision. But we have the potential to bring in a lot of fans, and yeah, there's a lot of fans that that hate seven. Dropped it we'll, entirely. We'll, yeah, yeah, will not give it a chance. Slander it. Um, but the amount it. of new yeah. fans that they've been able to brought in, that they've been able to bring in, has has overwhelmed that. And we've seen it with the ratings. I mean, the ratings in Japan through five episodes are phenomenal. So yeah. you know, say what you want about Konami, they've made some decisions in the past that you know I think we can kind of be critical about but they're a smart company and they have data they know what they're doing it's yeah. just the yeah. I, th I think it came down to just the simple fact of is there a larger group of people that we can appeal to in the this group of people that has been here for 20 plus years watching the anime or this entire untapped potential of people still being born still growing up still in their childhood which one's larger i mean when you look at it like that very simple to understand yeah. why they went in the direction that they did. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And people in Japan loved Yu-Gi-Oh! Zexel. A lot of people saw that as a soft reboot for the franchise. Because they're younger characters. Right? Yeah. And and they, they probably looked back and said, huh, Zexel worked. Let's do it again to a more extreme degree. And that's how Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's happened. I mean, it's, I mean, it's funny, though, because more extreme, I mean, maybe in, in, in concept, but like it's three years. 
right? right. More, at, at more extreme in, in changing the studio, changing the designs, True. changing True. all of that. Yeah. Uh, that's what, that's, what, that's what I mean in, in more. Extreme. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not not really so much in in terms of age. I just age think that really matter to me. I think that second part of it, though, of changing everything and going to a different studio, that just happened to be a perfect storm of just hey, we're having problems with our our current studio and Studio Gallup. Like things are not working out the same. Maybe the, obviously they know data more than we do. That yeah, they're having production issues where they are understaffed and they are overworked and. We kind of wanted to do a soft reboot anyway. Why don't we just go completely to someone who's going to have a completely do like new artistic vision at the same time? They also don't have any of the previous kind of um, ideas or anything connected to the previous six shows. So we know we're going to get that soft reboot because they have so many more creative ideas that are just going to take us in that different direction. So kind of it kind of just worked out probably for the circumstances that they were in and also what they wanted. Yeah, right. absolutely. Um yeah, I mean, that, that's the other thing. Like, Studio Gallup clearly had issues with ARC-5 at the end. We know that because of uh, one of the workers tweeting about it. And they right. clearly had issues throughout Vrains, more so in the early part. But then the last season ending short. So the writing was on the wall. And as Pete, you just said, it was a perfect storm. But, hey, we've talked about uh, really everything so far through five episodes. Could all go down the drain. These next however many episodes we get could be horrific. Like, we really have no idea. Yeah. But through five episodes, I think it's been really, really solid so far. Um, Agreed. And, yeah, definitely leave us your thoughts on, on all of that discussion down below. I guess we'll get to a few donations. Yeah, sounds okay. good. While you do that, I'm actually going to go upstairs and bring down my dinner. So uh, Yeah, you're, you're good, man. You're good. That's, That's the it. beauty of, of on-the-go uh, on podcasts. You know, right? remote podcasts. Yeah, just eat dinner. And doing right. a lot. My, dinner, my dinner's ready. All right, I'll be right back. Okay, yeah, exactly. All right, go grab it, Nikki. <laughs> cool, thanks. No problem. Um, hey, get out of here, kid. All right. <laughs> now that Nick T's gone, read all the donations that were kind of against Nick T. Yeah. Um, Start with those. First Probably demo is from uh, Pete Ficaro. He donated $10, <laughs> said, I hate that Nick T guy. <laughs> Pete's I like, agree. I support that guy. <laughs> Um, Imagine if I spend ten dollars just to say that. <laughs> that. I'd do it. Uh, people have spent ten dollars on worse, man. That is. People that have is spent five hundred dollars on worse. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> that was a good one. Thank you. Thank you. Tenth Emperor donated ten dollars. Oh, ten! Thank you, dude. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much, man. Um, he said, since Matt isn't here, it's time for a word from our sponsor, the Church of Gundam. Um, and we all know this. Everyone, watch Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans for best Gundam ever, ever Gundam Barbados, and love Best Girl Atra. Tenth, thank you for filling in, in Matt's place. Uh, seriously, man, thank you for the donation. That's a very <laughs> nice amount. I really do no one, it. no one is nervous that Matt has influenced so many people that Sorry. in his absence that they continue the propaganda. Yeah, uh, see what the church has done. We can't end a stream without somebody <laughs> donating and saying that. He's an influential member Listen, of that church. Yeah, it's, it's nerve wracking, but there's nothing we can do about it. So whatever's gonna happen happens, you know. It's gonna be it's gonna be the next Inquisition. I feel like <laughs> it might be. It really might be. Oh, Nick T is back. What is up? Um. Okay. Uh, Solo Warrior donated two dollars and said, "Hi, which Yu-Gi-Oh show is your favorite?" Thank you, Solo Warrior. Um, I I'm not gonna answer that, unfortunately. <laughs> um, I I that's a question that I don't answer. Um, you always I will. 
Yeah, yeah, Pete can answer. I will say, though, because he did donate, so I don't want to just say, like, oh, thanks for the donation. I'm not going to answer your question. Um, uh, of a show that's in my top three uh, is Zexel. Zexel is somewhere in my top three. I won't say where, but it's a top three for me. Pete, what about you? What's I love name? 5Ds. That's 5Ds. Far and out my favorite show yeah. so far, so I have no problem shouting that to the sky. So now you've now Pete has finished Friends. He's in the early stages mm -hmm. still of the original trilogy. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Five Ds is great though. Five Ds is classic. Mm -hmm. So good, man. Yeah, but Solo, thank you for the donation, man. One day maybe I'll do a video of me ranking the shows, but not anytime Speaking soon. Speaking of um, of original trilogy, Pete and I were talking on was that Sunday night? Yeah, Sunday night. That uh, I very well may um, join him in the legacy reviews. I think I'm gonna binge. Dude, the, uh, yes. The shows. I'm gonna yeah. guilt him into it. Dude, yeah, yeah, please do it, Nick T. That'd be amazing. Yeah, that would be awesome. Two different. It's opinions. like I mean, when I think about it, like how much really do I have to do when I'm stuck here? Right. Exactly. Something yeah. fun to do. Well, there yeah, you exactly. go. Nick T might be joining Pete for the legacy reviews. We, go. Uh, we have a legacy review coming out soon. I gotta get better with the uploading, mm -hmm. uh, in general. But thank you, Solo. Barrel. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, 10th Emperor became a, uh, channel member. Uh, Hell yeah. Thank hey. you, dude. Man, you're really, you're throwing your money at me today, man. Thank <laughs> you. So, thank you so much, dude. I really appreciate it. Enjoy the, uh, emotes. You're in the Discord already. So. Yep. Thank you, man. Absolutely. Um, Seriously Orion donated five euros. Um, said Simp Boppy is the child-friendly <laughs> anime perv cliche. But one yes. thing I love is that uh, he's called out for it, unlike others. Cough, cough, Meliodas. I actually don't know what anime Meliodas is um, from. Seven Deadly Sins. Seven Deadly Sins, mm -hmm. okay. Um, well, I will also make this comparison. Thank you, seriously, for the uh, donation. Uh, with, Ro with uh, not Robopi, with Kaizo, the, the simp robot, and Brock from Pokemon. I was just going to say that. Someone Brock, made that yeah. connection in my uh, review comments, and I was like, dude, that is a perfect... Perfect symmetrical. Poppy. Yeah, that that's perfect. Um, it's basically a Brock and Yu-Gi-Oh, which we've never really mm. had before. So that's yeah. very exciting. And uh, yeah, I, I think it's hilarious. It's harmless, but it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's really funny. Yeah. Mm. Oh my God. But that was so great when he saw the girl with glasses and then he went over to Roman. I was like, yeah, you should wear glasses sometimes. <laughs> He's like, pulls them away. Did you? I, it was just, I didn't expect that because I thought he was just going to be kind of like a, a Roman stan. And so right. then like when, when he just went to any girl that was there, I was like, yeah. okay, that's, so he's what is Yuga that. doing to this, this dr drone that is, <laughs> yeah, yeah. what is he programming know, in there? Wrong with the programming. <laughs> I know, is this Yuga's like secret inhibitions? And it he's just like, like, wow. He yeah. doesn't know how to ask out Roman. So he's, he's letting the drone do the groundwork for him. Right. It's right. kind of brilliant, to be honest. Did, actually. That's yeah. so funny. And Roman also looked like, she looked almost <laughs> insulted, because I think she mm. also thought that this robot, like, only mm. had a crush on her. Yeah. And then when yeah. the robot went over to the other girl, like, you could tell that, that annoyed her. She was like, well, I think it just, like, shows that instead of, uh, um, like, a like a stan, he's, like, literally just, like, a perv. Right, exactly. Yeah. He's straight up. <laughs> that's, that's a little harsh. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> Oh, man. I think um, Roman was insulted too that like when he's like you should wear glasses she well, yeah, was just like yeah. I don't look pretty enough as I am no, I yeah, need to put on glasses yeah, no, I know I know that's yeah come on can't ask a girl to wear glasses <laughs> but that's like that's such a common trope with guys isn't it like girls with glasses 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it and really like, is. Yeah, so like that's that that's why it, it, most guys. <laughs> Kate with that that small flex. <laughs> Kate no, just no. like moves her glasses mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Yep. I'll get a gift that later <laughs> after the stream. That's the next donation. <laughs> Seriously though, thank you for the dono, man. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Seriously. Seriously. Uh, Don't like call me Kevin. Shirley. Stop it, Pete. Electric Kevin donated uh, five Australian dollars. Oh, thank you, man. Thank yes. you, Kevin. Mm-hmm. Um, he said, which core four is your favorite in all of Yu-Gi-Oh? Um, Jaden, Chaz, Cirrus, and Alexis, or Yuma, Kite, Reginald, and Tori? Um, so between those two, definitely the GX trio. Oh, well, mm-hmm. ah, but Kite, you threw Kite in there. That's kind of, oh, and Reginald Shark. Oh, no. And then Zexel. Yeah, de- definitely sexual. <laughs> I, I I completely kind of misheard that. If that's the four and four you're comparing, Kaido and Shark are two of the best characters from Yu-Gi-Oh's Axel. Kaido, one of the best characters in the franchise. But Judai is great too. Like I'd give Judai the advantage over Yuma for me. But then, uh, yeah, I'd, uh, Cyrus, I didn't. Yeah, I'd I'd probably give it to Zexel. It's an interesting debate though but I'd give it to Zexel. Obviously, I'm the only one that can answer that because no one else has seen Zexel. Uh, Pete and Nick T have definitely seen pieces of GX, but... Uh, I know answer... Chaz, I know Cyrus, I know Jaden, of yeah, course. Yeah, if, you, if you've Do seen it, though, Chaz. if you've seen it, let me know. Yeah, and Chaz was another character I didn't really like. So for me personally, <laughs> yeah. I, I would... It's, um, um, what's his name? Um, Manjome. 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 Yeah. Had you... Had... Yeah. So he said all, it could be any any of the four of Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, not just, just those two. Any of the four, oh. I, I would pick uh, Yusei, Jack, Crow, and Akiza. That, that would be my four. Um, but Electric Heaven, it's a good question, man. Thank you so much for the uh, dono. Really appreciate it. Jack, Jack Atlas, the real king, not Rook. Uh, yeah, I don't. I wouldn't disagree with you there. Ooh. Jack, Atlas is, Jack Atlas the is going to come and, and duel Rook, dude. You, you saw the leaks? <laughs> I can only dream. We can only dream. <laughs> Bro, who's going to summon Red Eyes, man? Red Eyes better be in this show, dude. I'm going to... It should uh, be the rival. Whoever that is, that's who should have it. Yeah. I, I don't it's going to be, gonna be uh, Roman's brother. <sighs> dude, I'm, I'm so down for Red Eyes. <laughs> All right. Next dono, Nicholas Horton donated five pounds. Thank you, hey. Nicholas. Um, said, interesting episode. Uh, Roman's disgusted expression and Yu-Gi-Oh! filler arc returns. Yeah, uh, this is the quarantine mm-hmm. arc now, Nicholas. Yes. Uh, it sucks, yep. but you know I'll try to continue to do fun streams and make some sort of content for you guys to enjoy. I mean, I'm not working at the hotel. I'm still furloughed from there, so yeah, starting to sweat over here a little bit. But Nicholas, uh, <laughs> I do, I do appreciate the donation, man. And um, yeah, uh, Roman's delivery, by the way, at the end of this episode was hilarious. When she like was disgustedly looking at the newspaper picture of all them. Oh my god! The delivery so on that funny, line dude. was so good. And I love how Yuga also is unaffected by anything. Like Yuga saw uh, that and his expression didn't change. Yuga sees all this stuff. Yuga is slowly becoming the most serious character of the four of them. Yeah, I don't know if any. So I don't know if anyone else has noticed that. No, I definitely I noticed. But that like I'm just yeah. starting to realize that Yuga is like the most like down to earth and serious character I'm out of all like, four of them. I think it's I feel because like he's of just very casual. He's just like right, he is very yeah, casual. Yeah, he remind, yeah. he does remind I, I me a lot of of Judai as Peter. He is right. Yeah, he, yeah, he's um he's infectious in his personality, and I think it changed a lot of people to sort of be jokey and fun and. then now he's like, what is going on? <laughs> I mean, look look at what he's done to Gakuto in five episodes. I yeah, think that's I, been an incredible achievement. And I like in this episode 
that when they were doubting Rook, like Gakuto and Roman, like he had complete belief that like, no, nah, hey, it's not over. Like he's going to win it because this is our thing. And I like that he made that distinction throughout the episode. He didn't call it my rush duels anymore. It's he our. said our yeah. rush duels. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool too. Yeah, he's 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 been good so far. Did anyone else think this was a COVID-19 reference when Rook is practicing the drawing Roman comes over and is like, did you guys think that was a good idea? And Rook was like, oh, if you wanted to be interviewed, you should have just said something. And Roman was like, no, that wasn't what I was talking about. And you yeah. look at Gakuto during that scene, he has a latex glove on and he's washing his trading card with disinfectant. I saw that, yeah. I saw that, but I haven't, I don't think it has anything I, to do I think it's just him. I, that, yeah, like, I think that's yeah, just him. It, it fits his character, but I would not be that surprised if it was a very subtle, subtle. because that was probably made around February, March, that episode when all of this was starting, especially over in Asia. That's where it first started. I, I would not be surprised if that was a subtle reference to the I mean, pandemic. it could, definitely could be. Maybe I, it was subtle. But, but it does fit his character well where it's yeah. like you don't question it. Yeah, one of my right, favorite parts yeah. in the episode is just Rook yeah. just standing there just draw. going, draw, draw. draw. Yeah. Like, no. I was just like, oh, my God. <laughs> I didn't know about the line. Like, if you wanted to be inter interviewed, you should have asked. And it's like, no, <laughs> was, you idiot. That was <laughs> great. I, I do that all the time where someone yeah. says something to me clearly in reference to something, something entirely else. unrelated 100%. to what my response is. Oh, man, that's one of my favorite all things the time. to do. So that that scene got me laughing. I that yeah, that was great. great. So weird. I think I do think Gakuto just like is the type of person that put, like wants his cards to be pristine. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. By the way, disclaimer: don't actually do that to your trading cards. I yeah, that would definitely ruin them. them. Yeah. 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 That I yeah it was good. It was good. I guess you could laminate them, right? I mean. Yeah. I, oh I, yeah, there's sleeves. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend that. Yeah, yeah, you're supposed to put them. In, well, yeah, I don't know about laminate, but you're supposed to put huh? them in sleeves. I'm in uh, a stream. It's okay. Who's in? My sister. Oh, oh, does she want to make an appearance? No, no, she doesn't. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, next donation. Uh, next dono, Cammy Mingo donated two dollars. Oh, thanks so much, Cam. Um, said a happy filler arc, everyone. Yeah. Have fun. Thanks, Cammy. Donations appreciated. We're in the filler arc. What are you gonna do? Yep. But we'll we'll what make we'll do? make through it. We will get through it. Yes, we will. Mm. We're going to take one or two more donations. We will get to all of them as we always do. Uh, and then we're actually going to go around the circle here and we're going to make predictions, not on the next duel because we think it's Yuga versus Ramen Kid. We don't have a summary though, so we're not making predictions on the duel just yet. Um, mm -hmm. Definitely follow the Twitter account in the description if you want updates on the Yu-Gi-Oh! Pick'em League. Uh, but right. we are going to make predictions on how long we think this is going to last. Uh, and we're going to make predictions on what day we think episode six will air. Just kind of a fun thing to do. I did not give you guys any heads up on this, so just start thinking. Uh, one more. Oh, one. We'll take two more donations. Okay. Um, next, Mr. Spongio uh, became a channel member. Oh, thank Raw you Yellow. so much, Mr. Spongio. Yeah. yeah, Raw Yellow. If you're not in the Discord already, I. some people have different names. Different names but if you're not, yeah. fi find the link or DM me and I'll send you the Discord link. Thank you so much for becoming a member, dude. I really do appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Enjoy the emotes as well. Uh, Sean Gilbride donated $10. Oh, thank you so much, Sean. That's a very nice amount. Thank you, dude. Thank you. He said, each time I see Mr. Goha show up, the more I get the feeling that there might be a plot twist as to what his true identity is under the mask. Mm. Yes. Even ever revealed during the show. Uh, Sean, I completely, first of all, thank you for the donation. I completely agree with that sentiment. Does anyone else, or is anyone else on the bandwagon with me that 
Mr. Goha is going to be Roman's father. Does anyone else think that's a possibility? I think it's a possibility. Definitely, anything's a possibility. But yeah. I, I mean, you're, you're I don't, not, you don't buy it, Pete. You don't buy it. You just you don't. Not anything is possible. You're not investing in that stock. Mm -hmm. I'm not investing in that stock. Maybe I'm putting like if it's a penny stock, maybe I'm investing <laughs> in it. But otherwise, no. My theories would be penny penny stocks. Throw a little a little bet on that. Just yeah. like a little side. Well, bet. Cal's a betting man. You know, he's he's a big time player. At the table. Okay, well, so, oh, Cal, he I'll, really loves Cal. I'll, I'll bet you right now, Cal. Hold on, hold on, Cal. I'll bet you right now, bro. I no, bet but we, you. But we agree. No, I. Oh, we do. <laughs> <laughs> you think you think he's Roman's dad? Yeah, I I'm agreeing with you that it could be a possibility. Nick T, you don't think it is? I think it absolutely could be. But but absolutely could be does not mean that you think it is. I don't think it, he's not. <laughs> Hold on. Uh, does anyone want to take the bet that Mr. Goha is one of the four dads? I think there's a 64% chance that's true. 64%. Uh, that's so you, really specific. Is yeah, that so like your accounting yeah. side coming out right there? Like... I've been working on a calculation all week. So you don't so. want to take the bet, essentially. No, because I agree with you. We'd be betting for the same thing. That's fair. All right. Um, let's uh, go into um, our predictions on how long this is going to last. Um, how long do you guys think this um, quarantine, this not quarantine, this uh, show will be off the air for? Uh, I'm curious to hear your predictions on it. Cal, obviously, you're an accountant. So you can kind of see into the future a little bit. Uh -huh. What are your thoughts, bro? Yeah, so, yeah, accounting, fortune-telling, basically the same thing. <laughs> they are. Um, so. <laughs> they both deal in pseudoscience, you know. Yeah, well, yeah no, but yeah. they, yeah. What, what do you think? I have, the I over have under two, is seven weeks. Seven weeks? Let, let me just count what the day would be. So it airs on Fridays, right? It airs on Fridays, yes. So are we counting the hiatus starting on the first when that last episode ended? Yeah, that's when it starts. It started on the 1st. Okay. So one week would be the 8th, two weeks would be the 15th. You guys can make predictions as so, well. So it's funny because I'm thinking it's either that seven-week mark on June 19th or mm. it'll be July 10th. I don't think it'll be the end of June or the first weekend in July, but I would think it's one of those two weeks. Okay. So, wow, that's pretty specific. So you're you're picking between late June and early July. I yeah, I think it's the nineteenth of June or the tenth of July. So Pete, mid to both. Pete, what do you think? Yeah. I'm thinking towards the end of June. If you made me put money on it, I probably say like that twenty sixth kind of mark because you have to realize even if they have episodes done, I think if you sit on things for a few weeks, you're gonna kinda wanna go back and check them and proofread again and make sure there's no animation errors. So and you're gonna be everyone getting back to normal and some people being in the office and some people not being in the office. So I think it's yeah. gonna take a while to get rolling once people yeah. are in the office. So probably around the twenty sixth ish, I'm thinking. Okay. So you think late kind of around where Caliber said. Nick yeah. T, what do you think? I'm I'm, I'm with Pete. I think June twenty sixth, like June twenty sixth, July third does seem like a really nice spot for it to come back. Okay. Kate? July tenth. July tenth. Yeah. Um Man, you guys are way more optimistic than me. Uh, uh, so you're thinking Dylan's going, Dylan's going third week of September right now. I, I look Come at on, this dude. calendar, and I think August 14th or August 21st. Jesus um, wow. Yeah, I, I think it's going to be closer to a three-month gap. Um, 
Savvy, it's gonna be a lot of streams on the show. Uh, yeah, a lot of <laughs> bullshit streams. Um, yeah, I, I just hope that um, the show will come back before the end of July. Uh, I think realistically, though, it, it's gonna be August. Um, I mean, I, I again, I hope it comes back like before May ends, of course. But if I had to pick, if I had to put money on it, that's just. Uh, that's just what I'd say. Like mid mid August, I think this is going to be longer than people anticipate, which sucks. But that's just how it's going to be. But I me- always think. Sorry, go ahead. No, you're good, Cal. You're good. Oh, say so I I feel like the fact that they like announced that it's like an, an indefinite leave type thing, so that people could like be home and be safe. Right. I think that makes it like a minimum of probably five weeks. Agreed. Which yeah. would put you around like you know the first two weeks of June. But I think that's too little, which is why I think maybe the third week or then maybe even for some reason, I just don't I feel like they wouldn't have it like the last weekend of June or the first weekend of July. Maybe that's just my head, but I don't think it would be then. So like if it's not mid-June, I think it's be mid-July, which that's I'm fair. kind of talking myself into saying mid-July anyway. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, it's definitely going to be a little bit for the world to kind of get back to normal and get mm-hmm. things going. I mean. At least, especially there, if they've locked down Normal. more recently, um, I think, you know, they're kind of behind the times in terms of where everyone else is. So, or you could just be like here where, you know, you just open things up regardless. Yeah. Well, I, um, yeah, hopefully it turns out, I mean, South Korea seemed to have a very good grip of it. So hopefully it'll, they'll be able to handle it kind of like South Korea did. And, you know, it'll, it'll be kind of quick and it'll be. Not too destructive, but we'll have to wait and see. Uh, it's the norm, but hopefully, uh, hopefully mid June, late June. Um, but we'll see. We have no current return date for any anime. That's why I think nope. it's going to be a while. Like all these anime yeah. that have gone on hiatus, you know, Demon Slayer. I'm pretty sure has uh, Digimon, Pokemon. All these anime. There's no return date. If any of them said like, yeah, we'll be back in early June, then I'd say okay, yeah, maybe it'll be two or three weeks. Um, but because of how long that it's been, um, I, I just, yeah, I think it's going to be a while. No, you could be totally right. I mean, people in the comments here, some people are saying October. I, I think Charizard said December. So, like, you know, people are, people think it'll be a long time. Yeah, and it could be. Could be. Um, a June return, I'll just put it this way. A June return for this anime would be more surprising to me than a return in, like, November or December. Wow, yeah. oh, I don't like hearing that at all. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I don't Man, like. That'd I don't be like thinking insane. That. Yeah, but there really would be. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, very briefly, though, to touch on the next episode, I don't know if and did any of you guys watch the preview of the I next episode? No. no, never do. Calibre, okay. you did. All right, so just very quickly with you, what what did you think? I mean, it was the ramen kid. It looked like they were in some sort of bar establishment. Um, yeah. What What did you? <laughs> I'm so annoyed that literally we have to end on the the episode the before the ramen kid. That's what I've yeah. been waiting. For. I've been waiting the whole show for that. But Cal, what did you for the ramen kid? For the, the ramen, ramen kid, dude. Of course. So, <laughs> I like I I think I I'm kind of like you where I was kind of like I was kind of excited to see the ramen kid. I guess is what we're calling him as like the person like to see him duel because. It's probably a very comedic looking deck, and I think it'd be funny because I feel like he probably like duels very seriously, but all of his cards are probably very comedic. 
and I feel like it would just be like a good like a good fun experience watching him duel like anyone. So like yeah. seeing that like they're there and it's him and Yuga who again you said is starting to become like the level headed person of the group somehow. Yeah. I think that it would have been a very fun episode to see, but now obviously we have no idea. Yuga what. is good. I agree with you. Yuga is going to be able to relate to this kid really well because this kid from the yeah. bio we got it's someone who wants to create a new style of dueling using ramen which is just so ludicrous but it's incredible at the same time uh, awesome, and, and yuga obviously wants to create a new style of dueling with rush duel so i think this is going to be a kid yuga is going to be able to relate to yeah. i think this is also going to be a kid that has a much greater stock and longevity chance than bakaro does yeah uh, i think this kid Agreed. could be around for a while because remember the ramen the kid food. is the bio that we got. We did not get a bio on Bakaro, so clearly there's more focus We're around a character now. like the ramen mm-hmm. kid than, than a character like Bakaro. I he, definitely agree. You think, the exciting. Gonna, you think the episode's gonna be kooky? It's just come on, man. <laughs> He's gonna have a ramen deck. Do I mean, you, what do are we like, doing? Do you like ramen, Pete? Is that the problem? Here? No, I'm not. I am not a fan of ramen. That's the problem. I, okay, I just figured it out. Ramen's incredible. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's the problem. The, that's what you think is the problem. I think but... that's the problem. I think because honestly, if they did an episode where a guy had a deck based around broccoli, I'm not a big fan of broccoli. I probably wouldn't be that into it. So I think that's the problem. So we just figured out your problem with the episode. Yeah, that's all it is. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> oh, man. I think it's gonna be sick. Honestly. I, I'm I'm excited for it. Well, Nick T, I can see it being an episode. I can see it being an episode, Nick T, you love and Pete hates. Yes. So that that's why I'm that also too. very excited for it. I can definitely see. Well, that. Dill, you know, before the show ever started, you came up to me and you said, "Cal, the ramen guy is going to be your favorite character on the show." Before we really knew anything about that, the show did I at say all. That? Yeah. You said that to me. You're like, oh. you're like his deck is based around ramen. I guarantee you, he's going to be your favorite character on the mm-hmm. show. And I was like. I don't know what to take from that, but okay. Let's see, <laughs> I, I look forward to it. <laughs> I hope it's going to be true, man, but we'll have to, we'll have to wait Although, and see. Although, it's going to be tough to beat out the way Rook is, so I, I don't know. I still like, I, I think I still like Roman. I think I'm still part of the Roman Empire. Agreed. Above Rook. Um, but, yeah, but you, uh, like, great. for you, it's like, the girl in Yu-Gi-Oh starts here. So, like, until she disappoints <laughs> you, she's not leaving the top. That's... And usually it disappoints him in like the last possible episode of the show. <laughs> the last where he has season. hope all the way until yeah, the, the last half of the show. Yeah, I mean, that, there's that's... like 10 episodes left and he's like, hmm, we haven't seen her in four episodes. I, I wonder I'm, if I'm she's telling you right back. now. She's going to make a huge appearance. She's going to be doing something yeah. pivotal to the show. She's in, like, the preview. No, she's, she's in the, the background. preview and you think she's going to do it and then she's not there. Yeah. She, she's in a hospital watching over someone who's unconscious for like 10 episodes. If she, if she right. doesn't go into comatose, she's already got a leg up on the last... I think... If she doesn't go into comatose or become brainwashed, she's got a leg up on the last, I think, like... I think every single Yu-Gi-Oh girl. <laughs> I could see her getting brainwashed Except by maybe something Anzu. with Goha. I don't know. Well, we'll, we'll see what happens. We'll see. Yeah, I, I want. See. I want it to be like a guitar, like hypnotized thing. Like yep. they, they play a certain Doom. chord, it hypnotizes her, and that's it. The, the spiral. Brain. The spiral comes out, and her eyes. Her, are her, her, I mean. her brother will like snap his fingers, and he'll. She'll be like. She's under. been a sleeper agent. <laughs> yeah, that'd be kind of dope, though. <laughs> no, we do, we do not need that. Um, oh jeez. Well, um, I guess we'll we'll finish up with the uh, the donations. Unless you guys yeah. have anything else to add about. I mean, there's no future yeah. speculation. 
Right. So, talked about the episode, and yeah, we'll wrap up these donations. So, I do it. More. Um, next dono is from Goose. Oh, $10. Goose. Goose. Thank you, dude. Goose a goat. Um, he said, what's up, home skillet biscuits? Um, liked this <laughs> episode. <laughs> I like that. Liked this episode. Uh, Bakro gives p- potential for future exposition since he leads the new newspaper club. Uh, Mr. Goha makes me believe that he will be a humorous villain. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's yeah. definitely possible. Yeah, I'm excited for a goose. I, I also got to say, in early comparison with with Vrains, I'm just kind of realizing this now, Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens has had two different duels. No, no, never mind. I was trying to think about how, how many different characters has dueled in Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens. Five different characters, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. yeah, Playmaker... How long did it take Vrains to have five different characters duel? I think it took Vrains 15 episodes for five yeah, different I... characters to duel. Literally triple the amount of time, right? Because Playmaker in the Night, Owie's Eisen, Go, Revolver. No, Revolver. I'm, I'm yeah, wrong. Revolver's like around episode nine. Yeah, right? Re- Revolver so was... So like double the time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was just... I don't know why I was thinking about that. But again, I just feel like with this show, it's just getting introducing characters and world building at a much quicker rate than than brains did through the dueling oh definitely i mean i feel like i haven't been grabbed by sevens yet but i feel like i'm more interested to watch week to week than when i started Reigns. i mean i didn't look forward to like episodes of Reigns until like season two so that's like right what episode 46 yeah 47. i mean like yeah so yeah, yeah. but goose thank you man that's a very nice donation i do appreciate it the yes. homie. Um, Latrell donated $10. Oh, oh Latrell. Latrell. Thank you so much, dude. Yes. He Thank said, you, uh, man. What if Mr. Goha is actually a robot who is being controlled by a higher threat? Oh. Always possible. Yeah. yeah. Always like possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Always possible with those masked characters. But I feel... Latrell, thank you for the donation. I, I do appreciate it. I feel like because... Um, because they haven't really revealed much about Mr. Goha, and all of his scenes are very, like, uh, very, like, kind of Mm -hmm. just mysterious, I feel like that probably won't be the case. Like, I feel like if he was more of a brazen character and was more of a formal character in terms of the leader of a CEO, a leader of a company and your typical Mm -hmm. villain, then there's more of a possibility. But because Mm -hmm. he seems to have this very aloof viewpoint of everything... I, I don't think he's being controlled because if someone was controlling him, they would have him saying all the proper phrases and things sure, to his yeah, employees, right? right? Yeah. So I feel like because of the way he's acted so far, I wouldn't buy too much into that, although it's, a, it's an interesting theory. And it's always possible when you have robots as advanced as they do in Sevens. I mean, we have drones that are capable of all this, holograms right. that look like Seto Kaiba. I mean, anything's possible with the, with the tech, so... Now... Has anybody written off the theory yet that Mr. Goha is just two elementary school kids standing on each other's shoulders? No, that's brilliant. <laughs> that would be amazing. Uh, I wish. That's what it's going to be. Uh-huh. Um, gonna be. <laughs> I think it's interesting that you're like saying how his uh, v- <laughs> or like viewpoint is aloof just from him laughing. I mean, we don't. <laughs> I feel like it doesn't give us a good. Um... His actions have been aloof. I mean, he deleted. Um... Every trace of sevens off the internet. His narration has been aloof. 
Fair. The words that go. he has said. Has his word choice. Loop. That's fair. His his but, word choice of laughing. Well, that's the only thing. He's, <laughs> the only thing that's he, he like is that just like a normal thing around the office there? I mean, he answers the phone, laughs. laughing. He's in the control room, just laughs. Like, do, does anyone like? Do they know how to take direction I, from him? Is I, like I, his laughs different, and that's how they get like their cues. I don't <laughs> think it's that normal because when the first employee during the scene at the end of episode two was like very nervous about things, and he was like, "What do we do, sir? All these videos are being uploaded." The second Mister Goha started laughing, I think his employee had like kind of a weird reaction to it. Uh, I think he had like a uh, like a kind of like a stunned reaction to. Mr. Goha's response. So I don't know if it's the norm around the office, but I, Dude, I, I, Mr. I, Mr. Goha mind break. You know, you know what I want? I want if Mr. Goha like ends up being like a Roman's dad or something or anything. I want him to send a birthday card, but one of those where you could record your voice <laughs> and it's just the laugh, and then he just sends that to someone. That's genius. Hope you have a ha open it. That's good. That's genius. That needs That's to happen. Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's genius, <laughs> Oh, goodness. Brilliant. Um, next dono. Yes. Uh, Jason Bornot donated $5. Thank you so much, Jason. Thank you, dude. Um, he said, so next duel is Yuga versus Ramen Kid, and Roman is best sevens character so far. Uh, Jason, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, probably Yuga versus Ramen Kid. We don't have enough info there. Uh, we don't have a summary. We don't have a cast list. I usually like to wait for some uh, written confirmation on the next duel rather than just go based off of the preview. But, um, you know, it, it, it's... Yeah, it's going to be interesting. I think it will be Yuga versus Ramen Kid. I can't see back-to-back duels where the main protagonist is not involved. Um, although we've already had a very early duel where Yuga wasn't involved. But who right. would duel? Who would duel in his stead? Rook? I guess Gakuto would, it would be kind of funny if he dueled. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with you, though. Roman's, Roman's been my favorite so Dude, far. but the best. Hasn't been a character that I've, I've disliked. Like, there isn't a character that I haven't... You know, I mean, Gakuto is, is a little out there but i liked his focused episode a lot i okay. really did yeah no it's still rook for me i mean yeah. just I don't yeah. know. What, what there's do? just you, something about that character you and cal for rook me and nick t for roman what about roman you? i'm roman you're roman too so we got three romans to two rooks all right cal we're we're on our own ship but yeah well the next tool's okay. got to be roman I, versus I still, rook. rook's my second so. rook's my second too yeah, I mean, yeah it's very. Hey, hold on hold on you guys are on the boat and we're on the dinghy that's just how it is <laughs> all right I mean, this is not the Titanic. We don't have. It doesn't have to be this way. No, no hey, Nick that's T. how it is. There's not enough room on the dinghy. Nick all right, so enjoy the boat. Have fun. It does. Yeah, it does. It does. Well, Women you. and children first. Yes. Yeah. How many more uh, donations do we have? Uh, five. Okay, I have to desperately use the restroom. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I will be back. Enjoy the Gosh. rest of the team. Talk about no. life. Okay, here I got it. Right. Life. No, 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 so no, no, no. it's Kate. No, welcome Kate back everything. to Kate. Everything. Yeah. Oh, it's Kate. Everything. Go ahead, Go ahead Cal. Kate. Take it away. Oh, so I was going to give a sports update. Oh, God. Ooh, I love well, there goes our viewership. <laughs> all right. And that's all that's happened in sports. All right, Pete, what's next on the agenda? Yeah, literally. I mean, pretty much nothing. Yeah. Right? Oh, Just my God. Our, kind of our lives is that. I will say, though, to everyone in the chat, our Minecraft server, if you're in there, it is going pretty damn well. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of you guys creating some really interesting creations every time I sign on. So that's yeah. been fun. Yeah, it's been yeah. really good. Love it. Having a good time. Mm-hmm. Having a good time. Having, Having a good, good time. time. <laughs> oh my god. 
too. Yeah, it's been great actually. A lot of camaraderie, a lot of com- like good community. It's been sick. Yeah, yeah I think if good. anyone, if anyone's in the Discord, I'm sure. Yeah, right? if you you're in the join. Discord, yeah. If you're in the um, patron Discord, yes. you're uh, you, yes, you Sam. have an invitation. Yes. Sam, there is a Minecraft server. Sam, where the hell yes, you been? Yes, wait, Sam. Yeah. yeah, you're in. Aren't you in? You Hold on. Is. Yeah, yeah you're definitely in the Discord. Hold up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't... If not, I. I have they... not done my fair share of Minecraft as much as I should have. Yeah, well, you've yeah. been working. Like, yeah, you've. I literally was working right before we hopped on this. Yeah, we so, see. It. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Almost hey, done with the. You gotta do what you gotta do, man. You, you gotta know? do. What you mm-hmm. do. Yeah. Nick T is building a pretty impressive castle. Thank you. No, Thank you. It's something. My gate is gigantic. Something. Oh, I, I had to size it. I don't know when the last time you saw it was, but I sized it down pretty significantly because it was yeah. way too enormous. And I was like, oh, well, let me bring you. I was walls. like, man, he's going to be looking for a lot of cobblestone. Exactly. Yeah. That's why I really brought it in. So it's really two towers and a gate and a little like stable. Yeah. And so like Lord of the Rings, awesome. two towers. Exactly. I'm yeah, exactly. 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 It, I, and it, I with haven't it, been on since you started building it. So I'm excited to uh, yeah. see where The gate happens. is almost done. I just need one more slime and then I can. it's going to be fully redstone gate. Thank you guys cool. for keeping that going. Yes. That was a uh, talking Minecraft brought to you. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. We'll be around more often since. Yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> we're probably gonna do a Minecraft Hunger Games with um everyone in the. Yes, uh, I really want to yeah. do a Minecraft Hunger Discord. Game. Yeah, I'll probably live stream that, so that'll be one of the fun streams to come tune into. Oh, Sam said said Nick make a Minecraft Gundam. Okay. I'm on it. I'll do it. I punched the, the table on accident. Oh. Latrell, you're the homie. Yeah, my whole hand's broken. We have to go to Wait, the what? Oh, God. Sorry, <laughs> right, we oh, got yeah. it. I don't want to shout out Latrell right. because he's been like the driving force of that server. Latrell is the man. Latrell is the man. Him and his cousin has been like crushing You're it. You're killing it. The legend. No, do you want to do donuts? Oh, I didn't know if you needed a, like a band aid or something. Mm-hmm. Donuts! Uh, Are you okay? Yes. I'm okay. Uh, Damn, uh, I was uh, being uh, over uh, uh, exaggerating. It wasn't that bad. Um, anyway, uh, back to Donos. Electric Kevin donated two Australian dollars. Thank you, oh. Kevin. Um, said, come on, Dylan. I liked Sevens when it was first announced. That was what, back when we were talking about Jump Festa. Yeah. Oh, no, yeah. That's fair. Well, I mean, some people did. There's, yeah. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. I would just say yeah. that the reception for Sevens when it was first announced by many was a lot mm-hmm. more harsh than the reviews for Sevens five episodes mm-hmm. in. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't even, actually. It's not even comparable. It's not yeah. even comparable. Um, yeah. yeah. Dylan hopped off screen, and I was sitting there, and I was like, "Well, was more in yeah, was more in just complete. It's not that I, I you were just hated shocked. it. I was just stunned yeah. at the direction, and because it just didn't look like Yu-Gi-Oh. And then when yeah. we got news that the studio changed, and then I just started mm-hmm. looking more into the situation and why it happened. I, I could understand it. And again, also, you're going into this announcement thinking that this is going to be something based on the 20th anniversary. That catch line should never have been used for this show. I will no. never argue yeah. the other way around. That was a yes. clickbait catch line that they absolutely should not have used. And that's I where I think a lot of the anger yeah. stemmed from. Yeah. That was that was yeah. wrong of them to do, to say that this show was going to celebrate 20th, the 20th, 20th anniversary. Yeah. No, that it's, was, yeah, it's not right. Yeah, that that was... Well, they they took care of their quota for that in the first episode. <laughs> yeah, right, by annihilating it. Blue Eyes. Yeah, that, that's how they did it. Yeah. There that, you go. That, that, was, that was the one big mistake they made. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you so glad you watched 20 years to lead up to this? 
<laughs> to watch blue eyes get bopped. But Kevin, thank thank you for the donation, man. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Legendary Duels donated $10. Oh, uh, thank you, JC. Yo. $10. Thank you so much, man. He said, like I said, my boy Rook won. Uh, yeah. Really great yeah. episode. Calling you out, Dylan. Stop being a coward and just say your favorite show. You're allowed to have a personal <laughs> favorite. Oh, well. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, harsh, but true. Um, yeah, Don't I just... Say it. Listen, I, I, you, legendary. No, he knows my favorite show. Um, yeah. I, I'm not gonna say it though. Dill, just make a video of it. You're gonna. Need I will do a video. To make a video anyway. Point. Like I did. I did one on the protagonists. Uh, that's because an Egyptian god tier patron requested it, so I had to do so it. I can't right. say no. Um, yeah. Can't, yeah. Well, then what, one of them could just request this video then. Well, the only the forced. only one that I have right now is Sin Cloud. So maybe if he if he does, then he might. The one that he's for, watching. The one yeah. for April, he does tune in sometimes. The one for April is top ten draws. But what I'm gonna do is I'm literally because there haven't been that many draws in Yu-Gi-Oh. I'm gonna rank every single duel that ended in a draw. So that'll be mm-hmm. that'll be a video I'm, I'm working on during nice. quarantine. Yeah, awesome. But legendary, don't worry. That that time will come. Thank you for the donation. Man. Yeah, that's that's a video that could definitely draw some people's attention. Yeah, I think the protagonist one has like over thirty thousand, which is really good for the channel. So that's draw, awesome. draw, draw, draw. draw. <laughs> All right, next dono. Huh. Um, Stardust nobody Sam donated two dollars. Sam, oh, Sam. I, I miss dude? Sam so yeah, much. Sam. My friend from down under, dude. It's good to hear from you, man. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, Sam. Sam's great. Makes yeah. the thumbnails dude, for this I'm... segment. We'd definitely love to talk soon. It's been very, very long. Yeah, I hope you're doing well, man. Yeah, he said, uh, Brad is small, uh, Dill is dirty. That is all. <laughs> well, I'm not going to comment too much on that, but um, <laughs> you're not, uh, I can't speak for one half, but you're, you know, uh, never mind. Um, Sam, thank you for the, uh, the donation. <laughs> all, the way from, going? all the way from the down under. I do appreciate it, man, and thank you for your support, dude. Mm-hmm. You're the best. The best. Um, <clears throat> Shark King 101 donated $10. Oh, thank you so much, Shark King. I appreciate that. Yes. Um, he said, I believe that, or she, I believe that Mr. Goha is Yuga's father. Wow. Think about what kind of a twist that would be. It would also explain why Goha is only taking down the Rush Duel videos and not taking a more direct approach. Yeah. Mm. I, I, Shark King, that, that's a very nice donation. Thank you so much, dude. I think that um, is a really interesting comment, and I would... I would say that um, that reasoning, I feel like, can be utilized for a lot of different things. The reasoning of it's why they're not going after the group. If Mr. Goha is Rook's father or Gagato's father, that also could be why they're not going after the group. Uh, So I don't necessarily think it has to be Yuga's father for that reason. That's the reason, though, I think a theory that he is... Yuga or Roman or Rook's father Someone, makes so much sense because yeah. he's not they're not going after the source clearly they're letting and they know who it is but they're just letting them do what they need to do which is weird uh, so yeah. obviously there has to be some tie to that group with Mr. Goha I would think unless there's a strategy behind it that we just don't know of yet uh, him being Yuga's father probably has the most potential for like the biggest payoff sure. um, in terms of a twist I, I don't They've never really done that route in Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Where a protagonist's dad is evil. They've never right. done that. I'm just trying to think real quick. Uh, yeah, they've never done that route where a parent of the protagonist in Yu-Gi-Oh is a villain. So that would be something new for the franchise. I, I it would be interesting. I, I like that theory. Shall I, I embrace it. Yeah, I definitely embrace it. 
on that same note, I think it's interesting. We haven't seen anyone's parents. We have seen zero parents. We haven't even seen adults. Like we don't yeah. even see a yeah, teacher no adults. in the class. Yeah, no they adults. really are doing like they're going out of their way to make sure that no, no adults, adults are, are showing in this anime. I don't know why, but this yeah. is like an. Adult I mean, we haven't anime. been home with any of them. We're just hanging out at the school. Yeah, so. but even like even not seeing like a teacher in the classroom, Pete. You don't yeah. think that's like weird? I think it's just kind of just to appeal to a younger demographic that we're yeah. just focused on these kids and the no, adults I, really don't matter right now. I, I completely mm-hmm. agree. I don't think adults will Any adult that's show. been shown has been a uh, potential adversary, which is yeah, everyone that, in Goa. Yeah. So. That's true. Even in the opening, you have that scene where you, sh- you show all the adults at the very end of the opening and they look menacing. They quickly flip to wearing Goha uniforms. They flip again yeah. to the Goha elites and then Mr. Goha. So the adults have been framed in a very negative uh, light. Villainous light, yeah, in the early going of the show. The villainous might be a little harsh. I say it more as they're kind of they're almost callous. drones or almost the representation of them, right? Callous like is you, have a better to, word. you have to picture well, callous, I guess, but like more they have to go to work and earn the paycheck and, you know, provide for their family, right? And so in this city, it seems like the only way to do that is Gohawk Corporation is in every single business around the city, right? So you kind of have to mash up with their ideas and kind of fall in line. And kids are the only ones with creativity and some kind of imagination left, right? Because they're still young. And so that's why their world is so bright and colorful at the school. And then when you go to like Goha, it's very dark. Like the control room was very dark, gray, very dark kind of colors. I think that's just all symbolism for what's going on. 100%. 100%. Yeah, Yeah, it's well said. Yeah. Well um, and uh, Latrell nice said, is, is this show low-key the Peanuts? I thought it was pretty <laughs> Yo, funny. that's a, like the only person. Yeah, wait, and instead of the teacher going, mom, 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 we have Mr. Goha going. What if that's the only line adults can say? <laughs> that, is, that, that, that would be hilarious. Oh my God. That would be hilarious. Yeah, it's a good point. It's a really good point. It's a very good point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's, really that's good. good. Or, or do like a fairly odd parents where like most of the adults, like Timmy's right, parents, is. don't get names. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Just, Timmy's it's just mom. Timmy's Timmy's mom. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Mr. Crocker's like the only one. <sighs> Dinkleberg. <laughs> oh, and Dinkleberg. We do get. Yes, we do get Dinkleberg. Yeah. And Doug Dimmadome. Oh, no, I think Dimmadome we're getting off topic. Dimmadome. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, anyway, um, seriously, Orion donated uh, another five euros. Thank you, seriously. Um, said one thing I like about Sevens is that uh, that has gone under the radar is that they are using physical cards again and are using simple discs. Feels nice, mm-hmm. nostalgic. That's it true. Mm-hmm. And it does. That, that has completely gone under the radar. Mm-hmm. But I think I think you could definitely get a feeling of nostalgia from this show because you have a lot of old cards that are being utilized by these characters uh, and you have a very simplistic way of playing the game in this show. You don't have to worry about uh, synchro summoning or Xyz summoning or pendulum or link summoning. It's a much more simplified way to play this game. Uh, and I think if you're someone who hasn't watched since the original Yu-Gi-Oh!, and you like the original Yu-Gi-Oh! and you never played the card game, Sevens is an easier show to get into than a Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc 5 or a Yu-Gi-Oh! Vrains is. 100%. Sure. sure. Mm-hmm. 100%. Uh, it's just easier to follow along with the, the dueling. And yeah, the format is is different, but it still has a similar vibe to it in terms of what you can do on the field, the summoning methods, and in terms of 
the old style of cards, dual discs and physical cards as well. So that's a great point. Seriously, I've I haven't even really mm -hmm. thought about it like that. But you're you're absolutely right, man. And thank you for the donation. I do really appreciate it. Really helps me out a lot. But what do you what do you guys think about that? Did you guys notice that? Like with Vrains, everything was virtual, and now oh, we're yeah, in of a, course. a more down to earth. Yeah, we actually have physical cards, which I really mm -hmm. like. That's and, what we wanted, though. Is Absolutely. it just me or is the dual disc very reminiscent of our Battle City dual discs? Before it turns into the seven, yeah, I can yeah. see the, the similarity. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, which I, I always feel like as soon as I saw it, I was like, it looks just like Battle City, um, like the original, the first Battle City dual discs. Um, yeah. So I thought that was a pretty cool nod, at least. So it yeah. does feel like sort of, it's more grounded, it's more based in, in real life, or like the physical realm, not necessarily real life, because we have some fantastical things there, but more grounded in the physical world absolutely also my prediction of gaia being summoned in this episode was not right it was yes. not right. I, 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 I wish you were right that would have been really cool that, i i could have went the whole episode of this talking Yu-Gi-Oh without even mentioning it but if i'm wrong i'm wrong i mean i'm not one of yeah. those people that, i mean that was also like a pretty wingnut it, guess, well, i anyway. said i said that was a very <laughs> yeah, out, exactly. out there prediction i wasn't i would never bet money on it but you know they had shown Gaia on the official twitter page and i i just i don't know I just had he a vibe like that he. Yeah. No, I mean it was a it was a decent prediction. It just didn't turn out. Yeah, crack prediction, but we'll see. It, it, for rains, for rains, all we called for towards the end, especially was there. Why isn't there real life duels that are existing in the real world? Mm -hmm. Well, that's all we've gotten so far. So that's kind of yeah, cool. Which is nice. It's nice. Yeah. And like with rains, you know, early on you had these characters that had to put on personas. Obviously, that was. A theme of the show so I, i'm not knocking that in any way but it's right. kind of nice where in this show the way that they're dueling that's who they are they don't need to act a certain way you know owie's eyes mm -hmm. doesn't need to act cheerful and peppy to keep up this false image of herself right. which again i'm not knocking that theme no so no, no it's kind of Th nice that was to, that world right exactly which is which is fine i thought a lot of it was executed pretty well but and it's I, nice to be grounded back in reality i feel like that's sort of the benefit of having kids um, as protagonists is that like the sort of simplicity of being a kid is like you almost are who you say you are true in that way like or at least at that age i mean unless something's seriously going wrong in your personal life where like you feel like you need to be someone try to be someone else mm -hmm. kids are usually pretty upfront with what they think what they like and who they are yeah so we sort of and get that i like that too that like it worked for brains but they don't have to hide behind a mask it's like hey this is who i am and i'm out here and like if Goha Corporation, if you want to come for me, you know who I am. Like right. there's no alter ego. There's no hiding within the net. Like I am Yuga. Like that's, yeah, that's who I am. Yeah. That's specifically the beauty of Yuga is that like he's very confident in who he is and what he wants to do. And like he's up for the challenge. And like it's it really is. It's fun. Yeah. It's, it's he. I He's the beam of light. He's, yeah. he's nice. Yeah. It's been cool so far. Nicholas <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Horton donated uh, five pounds. Thank you, um, Nick. Said, did anyone watch the finale to the Clone Wars on Monday? Nick? No, don't spoil no, it. Yeah. No don't. spoilers. Don't look in the chat, I mean, Nicholas. I have not watched it yet. Yeah, thank you for the donation. I heard it's amazing. My, yeah, uh... I heard it was really good. I don't think any of us have have watched it though. Have you, mm -mm. Nick T? I have not. My, my, the bass player from Mom Fight has been into it since like the beginning. I think he's watched it, but I have not. Yeah, he's recommending it. Post. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nicholas, when maybe when Pete watches it, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, I still gotta watch it too. But the answer to that, hey, we'll have we'll have tons of time during the quarantine. We will, Nicholas. Sorry, we we had no 
way to talk about that at, at all. But thank you for the donation regardless, man. I do appreciate it. Hope you're doing well over the pond. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's that's the saying, right? Or is it across the pond? Yeah, no. Uh, Dude, you just have your own sayings. I mean, I'm still yeah. not comfortable with my friend down under, so yeah. that's all right. <laughs> okay. I'm used to it. I said my friend from the down under. I didn't mm, say yeah. my friend down under. Mm. Uh, I think we should replay that tape. Get to, yeah. get to the next donation. Check the VOD. <laughs> Check the VOD. Uh, next dono. Um, speaking of Hell your yeah. friend from down under, uh, Sam donated another $2. Yes, there we go. <laughs> wow, that timing was brilliant. <laughs> and he said, uh, Nick T is best boy. Miss you, homie. Aw, dude, you are seriously the best. I, I miss you very much. Um, let's we got to reconnect soon, please. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sam's great. T is best boy. I'll give him that. Oh, you stop. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that. <laughs> I'm in danger. I'm in danger. This is starting to go crazy. Um, Sam donated another $2 and said, uh, Dill, where are them top 10 ramen duels at? <laughs> oh god um you know other 10 we're gonna get so, no there's zero we're gonna get so <laughs> desperate in quarantine for content over here sam uh I, tgs anime did a great video where he like analyzed if my valentine's perfume trick could actually work because in that's early, dope yeah no his his video he's he's got he's got some amazing content uh and he like sprayed the cards with perfume and could try to see if he could match them up uh i'm gonna do a video Similarly to that, Don't. where I'm going to analyze if it's possible to duel using ramen. And so I'm just going to throw ramen at Kate, and that's going to be the video for five minutes. What? I love it, dude. I love it. <laughs> what a nuts I guess she wasn't informed. Dill, <laughs> <laughs> how, how would you feel by the end of the show if this ramen kid sticks around that he has ten duels and then you have to, you have to if, rank if he, him? If he has ten duels because he's not going to have ten duels... I will make a, a 10 Until, video uh, dedicated to him. Good. It won't happen. But Sam, thank you for the donation regardless. Yeah. <laughs> Latrell, it's not going to be a good video. Don't encourage him. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> so we brought we bought 200 pounds of ramen to make this video today. <laughs> and you have to actually make the ramen. You can't just throw around dry ramen. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm aware. Yeah, that'd be a waste of ramen. We're not gonna. You just that. see, you just oh, see Kate so standing there with like goggles on, <laughs> waiting to get hit with ramen. I'm just like, I fire it out of one of those grumpy. like bazooka guns. Dude, that sounds painful. Oh my god! Like, like, like a t-shirt cannon, but instead yeah, of like a shirt, I was thinking of a potato gun. gun. Yes, a yeah. potato Jesus. gun. Yes. That's what Either way, that's got some high PSI. Like, like you're hurting. Yeah. yeah. Have you seen the videos of people taking like the weighted blankets and like throwing it on themselves, and they're like, like mm-hmm. get through? They backwards. die. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> the, this, the this, this is one video I gotta show you guys after the stream. <laughs> Oh it was about like a guy. A, it was a guy that made a home gym, and it went horribly wrong. Oh, I don't understand oh, no. that. <laughs> Ooh, I'm actually like my skin's crawling thinking about. It. Yeah, not good. Anything with weights and like. And like bad things happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not good. It's not, good. <laughs> not good news. Yeah, who was that, bro? That was my mother. Nice. She said hello. <laughs> tell, tell her we said hello. <laughs> Tell her, we, tell her we send our regards yes. over at the Yu-Gi-Oh! Everything podcast. You have to say it like that. Yes. You have, you have to, to blow like your that. cover. You're, you're not, you're, your mom, you're not as cool as your mom. You're not hiding right. anymore. Stop yeah. telling her that you're part of like some betting circle that yeah. you're doing yeah. every yeah. Wednesday. You've got to blow your cover. You've got to blow it right you now on screen. 
What? I guess that's I a no. <laughs> See, he's muting us. He's talking to his mom. Can't... Yeah, he muted us. Okay. Yeah. I think he said podcast. I heard. I, I saw him say the word podcast. Yeah. Yeah, but he won't say what the podcast is. Okay. And so well, she's well, like, "Oh, said, you're doing a podcast with said, like." He you just know... said, "You give everything podcast." Oh, uh, that's it. it. No, he didn't. He mouthed he did. the, the phrase. Yeah. He didn't actually say yeah. it out loud. That's yeah, if he does that, he gets kicked out. He can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My okay. son likes anime. <laughs> on the street. <laughs> You're done here, Sonny. <laughs> we only talk about sports in this house. Get out. I don't think either of his parents don't have that voice. <laughs> no, not whatsoever. <laughs> we made them like they're like stereotypical anime parents or something. Like, just yeah. very hard line. Only can like one thing. Well, school. School. We thought you were still working. Oh. All right, next dono is from Goose. He donated $5. Goose. Goose. Thank you, dude. Um, he said, I've been calling the main cast Team RD for Rush Rules since mm -hmm. Team 5Ds is a thing and Arc 5 was called Lancers. Uh, can y'all go by Team Everything? Team Everything. Ooh, That's... I like Team Everything. I like Team RD. I like Team RD. Team RD well. is yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, team good. Everything, I feel like, kind of misleads what we're capable of no we're jacks of all <laughs> trades still yeah. we can do literally can do anything it's not just everything. yeah that, that is true that's the one thing um no team everything sure we'll do it yeah. goose get it i love it Mer merch merch i'm planning to launch some merch uh this month actually so i'm really excited for that uh we're gonna have a roman empire shirt at launch so that'll be really cool and, i just uh, i love it i don't yeah, think i've seen this you've done really what what nixie the Roman Empire shirt. Sure. No, no. Well, Axe the Road is currently working on the concept. Mm. Love it. Yeah, so I'm really excited for that. But um, yeah, it'll be classic cool. Yukio everything. <laughs> just like you had all this time to release a merch shop. You know what? Let's just release it during a worldwide pandemic. I know. I know. Well, what are you gonna do? Life happens. Goose, thank you for the donation, man. Do the shirts with the things that she did, like that. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, okay, Legendary Duels donated another $5. Ooh, thank Yo, you, Legendary. boy. Um, said, love you, man. I may know your favorite, but the world doesn't. Face the hatred head on. LOL. Miss you guys. Can't wait to hang no, out. No, dude, I miss you. He's calling you out, man. <laughs> Legendary. Thank you, dude. I, I, it's a pretty, I feel like, common pick, so I, I don't think it would, I, there would be a lot of backlash, but, um... Well, actually, no, there's, there's always going to be backlash when you make a video like that because whatever show you rank last, that's someone's favorite show, and they're yeah. going to get yeah. very angry. Whatever yeah. show you rank first, that's someone's most hated show, and they're going to get angry. So those videos, man, people people sometimes take things, uh, oftentimes take things a little too seriously. Yeah. yeah. You like what you like. I mean, you know, you, like you don't like. necessarily have to just rank everything, yeah. you know. It is what it is. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly. Except if Olaf is not number one on your list of Disney characters, we he would be not friends. be. I'll just tell you that. Ooh. Uh, he would one hundred percent not be. But yeah, he um, wouldn't be number one in in the Frozen franchise. I would say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, bro! I next would, I, I bro, oh. Legendary though. Thank you, man, for the. I'm an Elsa <laughs> fan, man. Yeah, I like Elsa. Oh my god, I'm sweating. Like Jesus, Elsa. I'm not afraid. Well, see, Pete, you don't, you don't have much to be afraid of. Dylan should be afraid. Well, listen, I... <laughs> anyway, 
Next dono, because now I'm annoyed. <laughs> I guess I'm getting... Oh, broken. God. <laughs> no, don't. What have you done? People He's sleeping on the couch later. Tenth donated $2 and Thanks. said... Yo. Take... Uh, I read that very strangely. Take my money and remember you all the best. Aw, dude. Thank you, Tenth. You're, You're the, best, the best, man. It, it helps me out truly, so thank you so much, man, for the support. Talk really to you soon, it. my buddy. We'll talk soon, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Latrell donated two dollars and said, "Yo, McTee, how's the music recommendations going?" Yo, um, so I listened to what was it? Um, Token Black's Trap Card. That was nuts. That was really good. Um, so, for some context, we were talking, and Latrell had recommended me um, a few people who like are in different gaming communities um, who've done like ciphers and like raps. Um, one of the big one was 2019 Pokemon cipher, which was insane. Um, look it up. Shofu 2019 Pokemon cipher. It's incredible. And so many great like rappers um, are in that YouTube community. Um, Shofu is the big one, but um, there's a few, there's a guy that literally does mixtapes based on Yu-Gi-Oh. He's, he uh, recently put out one called trap card Two, And it's so sick. Like, if you're into, like, rap at all, if you're into Yu-Gi-Oh! or Pokemon or any sort of that kind of uh, content, like, it's just the, the perfect converging of the two. Nick, yeah. do you ever listen to Mega Ran? I have not, but that sounds awesome. Mega Ran, I don't know if he still does music, but he did, like, uh, rap-style music, but it was all about, like, video games and stuff like that. So it was pretty cool. Mega Ran? Mega Ran, yeah. I'm going to save it cool. now. Thank you. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Got it. Yeah, I'm I'm all about that. You know, I love I love taking recommendations. Yeah, he's pretty creative, so he's got a good flow. Mm-hmm. Mega Ren. Yeah, I have I have him open in a tab right now, so <laughs> I got this. Thank you. Gotcha. Yeah. But yes. To, so to, to, to answer your question, yes, I've I've divin, divin, dived not too deep, but like I have some surface level stuff there. Yeah, send it over to me, man. Dill, yeah. Dil, what was that? Was that burst stream of destruction right there? That was that what you were blue to eyes up? eating Kate's head. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Latrell, thank you for the donation, man. Yes, thanks, Latrell. Yes. Um, next dono, uh, Tenth donated another $2. Um, said, Dill's next theory, Ramen Kid will summon Gaia. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> no. Every week. I, <laughs> Gaia, Gaia, Gaia. Imagine, oh my God, I hate when people do that. They say something like that literally every single week, like an outs- uh, outlandish So they can't theory. be wrong. Right, and then when it happens, I they go you. crazy. They go crazy with how they called it. Oh my god! No, I'm not going to be like. Wasn't that, one but... of our? We had a friend um, who do we, we don't really see often that used to be notorious for that. Yeah. Who? Um, purple shirt. Really? I don't remember. Yes. That. In what? In Dude, what? I see. I told her the whole time. Oh, for like <laughs> WWE for anything, stuff. for en- literally anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I knew that the entire People time. are like that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And you're like, come on, dude. Like, no, you didn't. You just kept changing. You just kept changing <laughs> oh, your answer. Man. That's one of the best. I'd rather dill you don't do that and you just keep making more outlandish theories that never happen. That's that's actually what I'm gonna do. Yeah. yeah. That's what you are. Like that's that's your mind. My, my channel is just one outlandish theory that has gone wrong. That's essentially <laughs> what my channel is. I understand it. Yeah. once I if I ever do hit a hundred K, which it would really be amazing. I don't I don't it's gonna it's gonna, if it happens, it's not going to be for years and years. Years um, and years. But once I hit that mark, I'll just... That's when I can retire, just hang up my boots and... Really? Right, right that's when you would stop. 
I feel like that would kind of spur you to keep going. Yeah, <laughs> when you, I hope. You get you the imagine, YouTube, you know, play you button, and you're like, you know what? That's my the, thank the you pinnacle. for a hundred thousand video if it ever happens. That I just announced my, my that was my only goal, and I'm just <laughs> and that you're that'd be or so up. Or I want I want you to do something ridiculous, so like you have to eat two hundred dollars worth of ramen as your hundred k special. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. just record the whole time. You just I, continue. I would do a eating. ramen mukbang for the one hundred k video. Let's do it. Let's yeah, do it. That. That's what I want. I'm in. All right, beautiful. ramen. As long as it's not being launched at me. And, uh, no promises. Right. It'll be a celebration. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um tenth donate another two dollars jeez um thank you so kind of goes off that says filler arc idea dill reviews many ramen flavors well Dude, that actually be a lot of fun yeah that would, I would help yeah but like we'd have to do it remotely like this yeah we could each get a different rom like yeah like a, a yeah. set of different like we have to communicate it obviously it's like all right i'm gonna get these yeah. five you get these five that and then we'll just <laughs> that would actually be pretty fun we might bring it back the old uh <laughs> cooking tutorial Yes. Or, oh, wait, we did some crazy streams during the filler arc. We did the pumpkin carving and yeah, the, the, the gingerbread yeah. house. Gingerbread they house. were fun. They were fun, but man, they we did some nutty streams. Mm-hmm. Yes, yep. They were a lot of fun. Yeah. The filler arc. Does that wrap things up? Um. Yes. Well, one more dono. Uh, Keith donated two dollars, and that's the Charles. Keith. Keith. Oh, yeah. oh, Keith. Keith. Thank you so much. Hey. I'm like ninety-nine percent positive. Yeah. Right. Um. And no message. There was just a cute little fox emoji. Oh yeah, I love that. Well, yeah. Keith, thank you for donating, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, listen, I I think that uh, that probably is gonna wrap things up here yeah. on pressuring the press, episode five of Seven's love Up. It. Uh, listen, good title. Yeah, the segment has uh, really oh, done very well. Um, I'm I'm thankful. I, that's all because of you guys. So even though we're not together like we normally are, uh, even though we are all kind of feeling down about things. Uh, you guys come to these week in and week out, and I'm very thankful for that. And although we're only five episodes in and we're going to be on a break for a bit, I promise you this segment will definitely be returning when Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s mm. does return. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in. Any final words, guys? Any any waning promotions you want to do real quick? Man, I don't think I have anything right now, oddly enough. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. Um... um be I well. wish uh, Barrett Letty a happy birthday. Is Barrett on stream? He did not come by. He's probably celebrating his birthday. Yeah. Well, yeah. Barrett, it's Barrett Letty's oh, birthday. Oh, another but... birthday today. Look at yes. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Barrett Letty's 28th birthday. And who else? Wow. Birthday. Yep. Um, Cal, any last words, dude? No, that's what I said before. I was like, I really got nothing. All right. Well, yeah, listen. It is, it is, Dill, Mental Health Awareness Month. Mom. Is yes. it really? Sure. It is. Yes, so... Support that. Make sure you check on your friends and family. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. I'm I'm with you. Very wise words from Pete, as always. Thank you all to everyone who tuned in, whether you were a silent watcher, uh, whether you were a troll. had a troll earlier, so thank you for coming by. And uh, if you donated, serious thanks. I know things are crazy right now, so uh, it really does mean the world. Thank you all so much for watching. Uh, I hope you have an amazing day, and uh, we'll be back with more 7s Up whenever Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s returns. I'll talk to you all in later videos, and uh, yeah, thanks for coming by. Have a great night, everyone. Take care. See you guys later.